So, yeah. So, the government. <laughs> no. So, with that business, do you have to get, like, legit... Maybe you don't want to talk about it on here. I no, yeah, that's fine. Like, do you have to get, like, is there licensing and stuff for people that are actually doing the grooming? Or can you just get people that have had experience? Or how, how does that part look? Yeah, it's... I was kind of surprised. It's You don't need any license. You could just start grooming a dog tomorrow. Obviously, you'd probably suck. So these people that we have have like eight years experience grooming dogs. That's cool. And so they're super good, but they, uh, yeah, no license. So we just opened up. That's awesome. And uh, said so we were hiring groomers, and they jumped on it. So it's been, it's been good. Like before we were even open, we were booked out two weeks because people are so desperate to get their dogs in. That's mm. awesome. So our groomers are totally booked already. It's just the self-serve that needs more people in there. So, I was blown away like when we've taken, we don't have a dog at the moment, but uh, when we did have one, getting it in, like if we were leaving for the weekend or something, just getting it in somewhere to mm-hmm. be watched for a weekend, like was impossible. Yeah. And, you know, there's... So you're going to be a pet hotel as well? We want to. Cool. Yeah, I actually want the building across the street is that old uh, beauty salon thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just got listed for sale, but it's like... Oh, the old beauty college? Uh-huh. Because um, it's big. Do you know? Yeah, we know who owns it. Oh. Yeah, we can chat with them. I was about to say. Yeah. I want it, but it's like $2 million. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's prime property. <laughs> it's good, it's good property. Because it would be amazing. I, I'm guessing on the inside, it's set up for tubs everywhere. Yeah. And then you could do grooming and then have the pet hotel there as well. I'm like, that'd yeah. be awesome. But that'd be a big investment. So, yeah. The regulation's tough because, like, I was watching some stuff about training a dog. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, anyone can train dogs. So, like, you don't have to have a certification. You don't have to be licensed through the government. Like, there needs to be more regulation. I'm like, or yeah, find a good trainer, uh-huh. do your research, and let's not have the government regulating whether someone can train my dog. Yeah. Or whether someone can groom your animal. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy yeah. how people want... They, they want, want more. to be regulated. Mm-hmm. I think that even with like building permits and stuff. Oh, totally. Like, okay. <clears throat> if you want to, you know, leave it up to the individual. Do they want to take a risk on a house that was never inspected? Yeah. When it was built? Well, that's up to the individual. Yeah. What you would, you know, if you did away with the government licensing and permitting and inspecting stuff, then you would have a couple good engineering firms or, yeah. or anybody that start saying hey i will inspect your house while you're building it to make sure that you're doing everything correctly yeah and put my stamp of approval on it when you're done then when a buyer goes to buy a house or whatever you can say oh well it was you know inspected by such and such engineering obviously those houses are going to bring a premium yeah this one wasn't ever inspected so you're taking a risk on you know i mean no i agree the free market yeah. would run so efficiently yeah. if we just left it up to it. Well, and then there may be some people that are like, well, but you need a standard. You need this and that. But we've seen the standard. <laughs> I've seen things slide. I've seen one neighbor get this and one neighbor not mm-hmm. because they don't know the right people. It's yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. So yeah. let the free market run it. Yeah. I mean, there's just no reason. And Why could, not to? There would even be years, probably. You know, yeah. you would have the the gold standard inspection firm, you know, that's going to probably charge more and stuff. You'd yeah. probably have a mid-tier. You'd have a low-tier. Yeah. And it would totally just, like, it seriously It'd would be, great. be such an easy thing to implement. Same but, with road taxes. <laughs> so, so the government doing roads, 
that's, well, like, the, that's like the biggest argument that yeah. comes up. Well, who's going to build the roads, right? Well, up until World War, right about World War II, it, a lot of it was private industry. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted people to come to the rock climbing gym and the gymnastics neighbors wanted people to go to their gym and Gorilla Performance wanted someone to go to their place, we got together and we went, man, we need good roads to get people here. Well, the transfer station and the airport and mm-hmm. you know, mountain whatever right here, all this, these places, you're like, guys, let's pull together and let's have the best road that we could ever have. Our road would be great. Yeah. But instead, there's potholes and crap because they don't know how to actually do their job. Yeah. Unless you're an individual working there, you're a good person. <laughs> it's just as a whole. It's, it's the system. It's the system. Yeah. It's the system Everyone, indi- for the most part, individuals within this system are really good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just they're in it. Like our building inspector, I was just asking him, like, hey, you know, it says on here that I need to do this and this and this, but my neighbor doesn't have that. So <clears throat> is it that I just don't do it? to match my neighbor or are you going to make the neighbor do that? Like, I don't want you to make the neighbor do that. Well, they're grandfathered in because they were built. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I'm not doing that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, I was nice to him. It's still yeah. the same. Yeah. Well, then he yeah. told me he voted for Biden. He's like, I just didn't like Trump. Oh no. I'm like, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the current one? Uh, yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. But nice guy. Like, but it was really weird too, that he would bring up politics like that too. I didn't bring that it up. I just brought up mm-hmm. that I don't like regulation. And that, you know, I'll work with them on stuff, but mm-hmm. I do, I do think it's unfair that this mm-hmm. and that, well, I voted for Biden. Okay. Yeah. Tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look at costs, you look at people complaining about, and not only complaining, rightfully so, you know, an average house now costs $500,000, whereas an average cost in what, like the seventies was like 50 grand or 30 grand or whatever. Yeah. Well, obviously there's an inflation component, but we're also requiring oh, yeah. so much more, you know, specifications when it comes to building the houses too, yeah. you know, I mean, back to it, like, okay, leave that up to the free market. If yeah. somebody wants to take a chance and build a lower quality house, yeah, they should be able to do that. But we live in a society where you can't do that, you know, yeah. I don't know. I agree fully. Yep. Really up until about the 70s, houses were about five years of your income, if I'm remembering the graphs correctly. Mm -hmm. So if you made $25,000, then you'd be in about a $125,000 home. Five years. Well, now people people have $50,000 a year jobs coming out of college, Mm -hmm. and they're buying $400,000 homes. Mm -hmm. And that's like a townhouse starter home. Yeah. yeah, that's eight yeah. times. Eight yeah. times. So that, that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. That yeah, is crazy. And I think that that gap is going to continue to get wider and wider and wider. You know, it's yeah. interesting. You yeah. have. and you, But the good thing is you have a lot more opportunity now. People have more opportunity Very on true. their own yeah. than, you know, like we live in Idaho, obviously. There's everybody complains about what rent is and what the cost of real estate is and our local wages yeah well like i can kind of understand that you know idaho we don't have a lot of big tech companies or whatever here for instance but you also have access to the internet yeah and so if you're not plugged in you know these people that have online businesses or opportunities that they're pursuing on there they're plugged into the world economy whereas you're still trying to compete just in the local economy yeah you know and so 
Yeah, when a twelve-year-old is left behind. making like five million a year on YouTube, I'm like, I need to learn something. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, not yeah. <laughs> opening toys. That kid, yeah. you, well, a lot oh, of them. <laughs> the ninja kids. Like, yeah, my kids watch them all the time, and they yeah. Play. What are what are the they, they the dude, video games? dude bros or something that? Talking about Dude Perfect. Yeah, Dude Perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. My nephew awesome. loves that thing. It's like a group of college age kids that just honestly are kind of. I'll bet they're our age now. They're probably our age. <laughs> they're like, bro! Yeah. Go to check this shot out. And like, that shot's fake. Yeah. Or they that's literally their day job is to yeah. make some ridiculous shot. It doesn't matter yeah. if it takes all day. They'll get yeah. 10 million views. So, But yeah, those drive me insane. Is everyone trying to copy them? I'm like, there's kids throwing like a CD, trying to get it in the disc yeah. player for like 10 hours. And that's what they did. I'm like, that's depressing, man. That it's sucks. Like, You've got to get some different camera <laughs> angles. you got to fake that shot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's just so many opportunities. Like, I yeah. even saw a podcast that has tons of, I can't remember if it was millions or hundreds of that, but it was a substantial amount of followers, and they reviewed the Joe Rogan podcast. Hmm. So they weren't even, you know, I mean, yeah. obviously you have the Joe Rogan podcast. That's Were you way... preparing for this podcast as well? No. <laughs> but, then, but then you have somebody that merely just reviews it and talks about it, and you have hundreds of thousands of people plugging into that yeah in it's crazy preparing for today's episode i was finding some good conspiracy theory podcasts <laughs> nice. and um there's one there's these two guys they get together and they just discuss everything that alex jones says because alex jones talks for eight hours a day on air yeah so instead they listen to eight hours and then they tell you what's important it's the reader's mm. digest yeah. version of the podcast yeah. yeah and they're they had a lot of subscribers mm. it's really cool so speaking of conspiracy yeah. theorists podcast, <clears throat> yeah. have you ever listened to the Sean Ryan show? No. So Some snippets. So he's like, I think he was maybe a Navy SEAL. And I hadn't even listened to him until about a month ago. And now I'm like hooked. And his podcast has been consistently climbing. I think he's like probably top three. That's awesome. But he uh, he's done a lot on like UFO, UAP stuff. And then he's done, so one that he talked to was a guy that was, um, I think a Marine, uh, over there during the, when we left Af Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. That, that one's actually makes you kind of angry. Yeah. But anyway, but he, his UFO, UAP ones are crazy, like really cool. He has people on to talk about that. Yeah. And the <clears> latest <throat> one... Well, I was actually going to talk to you guys about this. Yeah, it was perfect. Let's hear it. Yes. But the latest one is the guy that owns uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of Skinwalker yeah. Ranch? Yeah. Uh -huh. So um, I'd never really looked into it because you always just kind of think, oh, it's those, it's like a ghost, you know, ghost hunters or, you know, yeah. you think it's all fake and stuff. But uh, so he, he uh, interviewed the actual owner. It's like a multi millionaire real estate developer in Salt Lake City. And bought that kind of to de debunk it yeah and like right off the bat when he went out to tour the the ranch like they start seeing things yeah and uh anyway so then they have a they have like four seasons on history channel i think mm. of scientists doing these experiments and stuff which there again i wouldn't ever really watch yeah but he said, like, specifically on this podcast, that some of his stipulations were, like, one of them was, everything has to be true. We're not doing, like, any, yeah. you know, stuff to get ratings or anything like that. We're documenting true, real things. 
so I've been obsessed with watching that's the, really cool the Skinwalker Ranch stuff now and it's, yeah. it's awesome it's very interesting it's very, so so our sorry no I was just gonna say so it's not really the Skinwalkers anymore it's more on that ranch they talk about how weird it is or are they saying that the Skinwalkers are possibly so aliens? So it kind of got its name because the Native Americans would say that there's Skinwalkers there. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of interesting because nobody, none of them have come to any kind of answer to what's going on there. Yeah. So there's stuff like uh, like UFO and UAP stuff that they'll see when they try to do experiments um, out on the ranch. But then there's also people that have seen werewolf skinwalker type hmm. people there too not not specifically like this group of people but they'll interview like some neighbors or that kind of stuff yeah um and some of them have seen and like watching these people you kind of especially knowing the background where the owner is like we're not faking stuff like yeah. this is going to be legit you know hmm. um and even for a long time he didn't even associate his name with owning the ranch like he didn't tell his family he had it underneath you know a bunch of like corporate entities just because he's like i didn't want people to think that i was doing it for attention like being a conservative like professor at a liberal college like, <laughs> yeah I, yeah i voted for biden yeah <laughs> exactly so anyway so i mean after hearing that yeah you know um you see these people and you're like uh, I think there's something, but yeah. they have stuff on on video too, like not necessarily skinwalkers, but there's uh, like they'll do they like one of the things is whenever you dig, whenever they dig down to find stuff, mm-hmm. like things start happening. So guys will get sick randomly. Like one guy had a big bubble on the back of his head. Like oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, and they he was in the hospital for a long time, and they never knew what it was. Or like some. Uh, they'll have way high like radiation readings one guy had radiation burns on his skin and Mm. then um like they've done like lidar and stuff they can tell that there's stuff under the ground but they don't know what interesting um whenever they do stuff like you can see there's things up in the sky flying around and they don't ever know what it is but they have it on camera Mm. so it is near area 51 and so it's in northeastern Utah. Okay. So it's like well, there's some weird Roosevelt, Utah. There's some weird Utah government Utah. stuff there too, right? There's those big underground city, like underground tunnel things in southern Utah, and I don't know. So this one's like more kind of in the north, northeast corner, kind of sorta. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to go. Yeah, like, we should just go. Just drive out there, but they said. They said it's the most like Googled location in oh. the United States. So they have like security yeah. and you know stuff, but still, I mean, it's not like it's just that 500 acres that stuff's isolated yeah. to. You could probably yeah. go and see, see stuff yeah. maybe or something. I don't know. It's so interesting. the UFO stuff really started uh, around kind of the time that we got into nuclear, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, we started getting into nuclear and then there's people that are like, oh, well, the aliens are coming to stop us from nuclear war and that sort of thing, which who knows? Like, I'm not yeah. going to say no. Well, then we're like, UFOs don't exist. UFOs don't exist. UFOs don't exist. And then all of a sudden the government's like, UFOs exist, everybody. Here's the Pentagon papers. Here's everything. Now you've got David Fravor and, you know, all these different yeah. people coming out. And they're like, well, I see them. I see... Then it makes me want to flip. I'm like, well, yeah, there were aliens. 
And now that the government's telling us that there's aliens, they're not aliens. Yeah. <laughs> they're, right. they're probably us. Yeah. With very advanced craft. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which, it, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm like, if the government's saying it's true, then it's probably not true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Historically speaking. Yeah. yeah. But it's been interesting watching this thing because, like, there's even phenomena where, like, they get to a certain level above this one area and there's something that disrupts stuff. Like, they've dropped stuff out of a helicopter. And it's like it hits that spot and bounces off and goes somewhere else. Or mm. they've shot like rockets up through it and it'll like hit that and then angle off another direction like it bounced off. Like a mini firmament? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. But they can't ever get reading. Like they even took a helicopter up and were flying around like at different altitudes to try to get readings. And their altimeter kept saying there was something 50 feet below them. Weird. But you couldn't see anything. They were in the helicopter looking. Oh, there were people on the ground looking. They had cameras and thermal and everything. And mm. so there's, like, something there. And then they've seen, like, um, there's a mesa. Like, part of the, the ranch is up on a mesa. And there's, like, one area where people supposedly have seen spaceships fly in and out. And they drilled in there, and there's a weird metallic substance that's like used in semiconductors and stuff hmm. anyway it's cool it's four cool. even four seasons long and i've like binge watched them all in the last <laughs> and i don't binge watch yeah. stuff yeah. so yeah. It's, it's it's cool it's yeah. on Go netflix it or it's on i think it was history channel that did it oh okay so oh, cool. like the if you have like discovery plus it's mm -hmm. on there I think. it's cool like it's i think they're doing another season right now it's going to be coming out or whatever but it's it's interesting yeah so it's i don't know like there has been um there's like cattle mutilations that have happened in yeah. the past and it's interesting too like you talk about the alien thing not happening until we had until we did the nuclear stuff yeah but even like here there's native yeah. tribes and stuff where you know they're they've passed down stories of things happening there like supposedly yeah. i guess there was there was like the Utes, the Ute tribe, and one other tribe, and one like put a curse on the other one right in that same area, and so like there's a lot of people that think that that's the, you know, that's kind of the lore or whatever back in the days. They think maybe there's bad spirits there or something, but hmm. but it's interesting because there's like alien stuff there too that's going on. There's yeah. just weird like natural phenomenon that's going on, and then there's like the Skinwalker stuff supposedly that's yeah. going on. So it's it's interesting. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah. I always used to think kind of the curses thing, like, you know, you hear about it, but it's not really real, right? Like, then we went to Haiti. Hmm. I'm not saying it's real. What I'm saying is people think it's real. So we had a lady that came, and she had this just bulging aneurysm. Just You're, you're watching it just boom. You could boom. see it pulsate and everything? Yeah. Hmm. So we're like, you know, I, I FaceTime the ER doctor here at the time was, Hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, that's scary. Like you need to lower her blood pressure. So like make sure she's on blood pressure meds and this and that. And she's like, my neighbor put a curse on me and it's, it's bubbling under my skin. Really? I mean, that, so that's how they're thinking, Yeah. Hmm. you know, now it's third world country and different things, but you walk around and there's red flags all up. And you're like, what are these red flags? Oh, those are voodoo families. What? <laughs> yeah. If they practice, you know, voodoo, then, they put up a red flag and, hmm. and wave it. And you're like, there's voodoo everywhere down here. They're yeah. all over the place. And they want people to know that they're a voodoo family? I guess. I mean, it's. I think it's one of the largest, I guess you could call it religions, in Haiti. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And I think it even originated. Hmm. I think, I think, 
Voodoo I wish we had. Is that where like the South, Southern United States? Because there's like a bunch of voodoo stuff down there, right? Like that probably came Louisa. up from. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense as people, you know, immigrated, immigrated, whatever. Yeah. And well, and then for someone to say, you know, my neighbor put a curse on me, you probably had a neighbor that tried to put a curse on you, yeah. and you're now associating that with. So then we get into how deep the mind works. Yeah. Maybe it kind of was a curse. Well, and that Maybe. makes you wonder too if you believe something, like if you believe you saw something. Yeah. Our minds are pretty powerful to, you know. Yeah to have that happen you know it's it's interesting like over time i've listened to some like that joe dispenza yeah and he one of his things that he talks i think it was him anyway he one of the things he talks about is like we focus on the bad experiences in our life you know or if we do then um obviously it damages our success and you know our mindset and everything but he's like there were some studies that they did people that had had a negative experience that you know gave them depression or whatever and the majority of what they remembered wasn't even real like it had kind of morphed into something mm. that was totally different than what that's had actually so happened you know i don't know but yeah that's interesting um sorry i was also thinking about uh i just love aliens like <laughs> i love so uh you know that clip that i sent you from the y files that youtube channel they were talking about uh, crop circles. And you know how everyone's like, oh, yeah, crop circles were kind of a big deal, like, I don't know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago or whatever. Apparently, uh, there's some really sketchy stuff where there were a few crop circles and scientists looked at it and they're like, we don't know how this happened because they were all, all the uh, stems or whatever were bent perfectly. And it was like hit with like basically like a microwave where it hit it and it caused it to heat up and it like caused this very... Uh, unique pattern and uh, there's these perfect crop circles that were all over and then um, there was two guys that came out and said oh yeah we did crop circles we have proof that we did them and so they showed them how they did the crop circles and all that stuff but then they found that the government had paid these two guys money to come out and claim that they did this and they're like yeah we did all the crop circles in this area and they're like really and they looked at uh, where the, those guys were at and it's like two of them happened on the same night and one of them was like a hundred miles away. So it could have been the same guys, yeah. but it's just like, it's interesting that the government steps in again and kind of gaslights. He says, Oh yeah, it's just these guys. And I kind of think it's the same thing with UFOs. Like you were saying before, you know, there's no UFOs, there's none. And then now that they're coming out and say that there are UFOs, it kind of makes me think that, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're gaslighting you. So apparently there are, or there used to be aliens and now there's not. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. You just can't can't trust uh, the government anymore. And yeah, well, and I think it's that you can't trust authority anymore. You know, it's like <clears throat> anything that is becomes organized and has a power structure. That's what you can't trust. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, because they have something to gain. Yes, if right. there is any type of agenda, mm -hmm. and you know, the argument would be, well, they work for the government. Like they're obviously not making very much money. Then you look at their bank accounts. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, they only pulled 150000 being a senator, but they gained $7 million over their last term. <laughs> mm -hmm. How is that possible? Well, they made a lot of really good stock trades. Well, I wonder how that happened. Yeah. 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 Right. So the thing with the aliens, how are they, what, what's the profit for saying that there are aliens now? So a big one that you guys have probably heard. Bluebeam? The big, well, the big argument is, okay, if they can convince 
us that there's a threat, uh-huh. then that continues to fuel the military-industrial complex mm-hmm. because, well, we need to protect you from this threat, and so we need this huge budget in order to study space or, you know, all these things. Yeah. So that's one that I've heard recently that I think would make sense. Yeah. So why would they suppress it for so long, though? Like, what? are they just, like, running out of ideas? They're like, you know what we could do? Well, I wonder (laughs) if it's opportunistic because before you could tell people, you know, hey, it's it's a weather balloon, Mm -hmm. okay? Roswell was a weather balloon. Well, we can't prove it because all we have is newspaper clippings. Yeah. Well, now people are like, I filmed this with my mm-hmm. phone mm-hmm. and I put it up to social media. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, crap, we can't suppress this anymore. Yep, guys, aliens are real. Like, okay. So it's that super advanced aircraft that they're flying around and they got caught. And now they're like, well, it must be aliens. It's not us. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But that seems more plausible to me than that there's aliens. So there's uh, one of those Sean Ryan podcasts. He um, talks to a, I'm trying to remember exactly what he was now. I think he was in the military. Um, and it was during like an earthquake in somewhere. It was a third world country. I'd have to go back and listen to it. But he said that, uh, so this kind of this guy's idea of um, why they were coming out and saying it was aliens and stuff is to cover up the stuff that the governments are actually doing. Yeah. Like uh, he and other people have said that any kind of technology that you think is alien technology, Mm -hmm. we've already developed it. Like if if you can, not we, but like um, Lockheed and, you know, all these defense companies and, and aerospace companies have already developed it. Like the UFOs, mm-hmm. the flying saucers with propulsion that, you know, is not jet propulsion. It's, you know, using gravity or whatever. All these kinds of things that we think are from aliens. Like there's a lot of people that have come out and said, well, we already have that. Like we've already studied it and built those things and stuff. But this guy that um, he, I guess he was with i think it was a military you know a, a group i think he was a marine anyway and they were like helping during a humanitarian crisis or something like that and they went over this hill and there was like a flying saucer type thing down in this clearing and they're like what in the world well they go down to and you know check it out and see what it is and they're intercepted by another group of men that are like Mm ex-military like he said the way that they moved and the weapons they had and everything like you could tell that they were um ex-military personnel and stuff and like they were threatening these guys and like took their ids took you know all these things to and he thought that they were going to get shot like he thought that they were going to die um, because these these guys were upset that they were there, and mm. they said there's not supposed to be personnel in this area and all these things. Well, there was some trucks with, like, storage container things on it, and this is all, like, very general. You know, I'm probably mixing up some facts. But they come and drive these trucks into this, you know, flying saucer thing or whatever and leave. And so this guy for a long time was, you know had talked to some other people about it and stuff. And some other guys told him that that's how governments are loading up people for human trafficking. 
So they're going in under the cover of a humanitarian crisis and they need people to run experiments on and, and all this stuff. And so they're loading, you know, people are missing from this earthquake or whatever, yeah. hurricane or a fire in Hawaii, maybe. And, <laughs> uh, and you know, people are missing. And yeah. that was the, some of the feedback that this guy had got. That is crazy. That he had seen. Yeah, hundred people, hundred thousand people died during this earthquake. Exactly. Maybe or, or eighty was, did, yeah, and twenty exactly. went missing. Yeah. And then there's another guy on there. You guys just need. Well, yeah, we need to listen. You won't have to listen. It's. Then there was another guy on there that was a. Uh, you guys will like this one because we've talked about Antarctica together. What? So we oh, need yeah. to. So we should just start a Sean Ryan show. Yeah. To, de- <laughs> to debrief everything that he. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the. Uh, that's the podcast now, but. Uh, a guy that was uh, contracted to be a firefighter in Antarctica at the bases down there. And so he said he had a key for everything because he was a firefighter. He yeah. had to go, you know. Um, but there's, I guess there's some equipment down there that is like in the ice and stuff. And everybody claims that it's for, you know, monitoring different things and stuff. But he said that it actually was a directed energy weapon, and he knew it was, and that it created, I guess there was like a big earthquake in New Zealand or something. And he's like, everybody thinks that was a natural earthquake, but I know for sure that it was from that thing. Hmm. There's a lady, I think she's like homeschool mama or something like that on, on Instagram. And so I'm scrolling through, and I get to this post that says, you know, this is false information. So then you have to click on it to say, well, I want to look at it anyways. Mm-hmm. And it just was a panning shot of houses and fields and, like, this perfect line of fire. Yeah. And it said, this is suspicious. That's it. Well, then I clicked on the fact checker thing, and it said, we've deemed this false because there's no evidence of direct energy weapons. Oh, and I'm like, she didn't <laughs> even say right it in front of it. She didn't say yeah. this was direct energy weapons. She said, this is suspicious. Uh-huh. Yeah. They just told us. Yeah. They told us, like, tell me that there's direct energy weapons without telling me that there's direct energy weapons. So are those, there you go. Are those, uh, I heard something that they were doing these tests, I think it was in the nineties where they would shoot like electricity up into the ionosphere or something like that. I'm probably butchering it, but they were doing these experiments. And when they were doing these experiments, like hurricanes were picking up, Mm. like they're shooting energy into the upper atmosphere to do earthquakes possibly and tornadoes is that what you're talking about for the directed energy weapons the ones that i've seen are more like a laser Hmm. that are up and it's like and and they they say they can carry them in satellites and shoot them down uh not shoot them down yeah shoot them like down into the Hmm. into the earth so so would the directed energy be like they're just channeling the energy from the sun or whatever into like yeah or point or something yeah i guess i'm not sure on Hmm. that but I do know that Nikola Tesla, okay, I do believe. I don't want to say I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nikola Tesla, I believe, was working on directed energy weapons, talked about how he had them, and that's kind of when he started to get pushed off to the side and Edison started with, you know, the mm-hmm. the uh, direct direct current stuff Easy. and all of yeah. that instead of alternating current. And, mm-hmm. and you got the Chicago World's Fair, like where did that energy come from? Oh, well, it was wireless. Oh, you had wireless energy. Okay, <laughs> cool. So actually on that Skinwalker Ranch, so one of the spots that they dug down, they found, like there was, they have a bunch of different, you know, uh, 
instruments that they're recording stuff. So they're recording like radio waves and radiation levels and energy levels and like, you know, all the time they're, they're um, re- monitoring this stuff. So they, uh, and there's times when it's all over the place, like radio waves all over, you know, just stuff that, and these are like legit scientists that they've called in to do this stuff. And there's one, they like, uh, they found some stuff. They like dug down, I don't know how far, but they found some stuff that had minerals in it that the one scientist is like, if you ground up a fighter jet or a space shuttle and um, did tests of the material, these are the elements that you would find in that material. Mm, Interesting. Kind of interesting. But they, I think it was in that same location um, the ground itself had so much energy that they were like plugging light bulbs into the ground. Weird. And the light bulbs were turning on. Or like they would put um, wires, like run a circuit, you know, to run lights or whatever. And they had like wires in the ground. Well, then they unplugged it and just plugged it into the dirt. And that completed the circuit. Hmm. And <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of... But that might... That might happen everywhere. Like yeah. Tesla, he believed oh. that energy was everywhere. Yeah. You, know? you had the and ether and you could pull energy from the earth and you could essentially plug these things in and, and just light up a city. Mm-hmm. And probably you can. Like, mm-hmm. how how else does the complex become so big? Oh, I think our treat is here. How's it going? Good. Good. Thank you. You are awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, they might be all mixed up. <laughs> oh, start ooh. off with the hot one yeah. first. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> You're oh awesome. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Thank Sweet. you. How are you doing? <laughs> Death stare. Thank you, Kira. Yeah, thank you so much. Paper towels. Um. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to need them. Might get messy. So, I apologize because I don't remember exactly who it was. I believe his name was Austin. If I'm, I don't want to say his last name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How, but I'm pretty sure it was Austin that told us we need to do the wing challenge mm. on, on a podcast. So, we have varying spice levels of of boneless wings, which I know we're not supposed to get boneless. We're supposed to do the bone in because those are the best, but they go, there's five different ones. They go from mild to the spiciest ones that we could find at wing spot. Hmm. Wing stop. Awesome. Not sponsored or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Paid for these with our ever inflating dollar. I mean, that makes it even better that we don't know which ones are the hottest, but I'm that, guessing. Yeah, those, yeah, are those probably are. <laughs> those look hot. We could smell them. This is awesome. That was nice for to bring them up. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, should we try for it? That, I think, is blue cheese, and then this is probably ranch. Is that cheating, dipping it in? sauce oh yeah maybe it is maybe our first bite has to be non-dipped so i was about to say uh, yeah i don't want anything i don't want to cheat so are you guys like big spicy you like spicy stuff so i lived in mexico for a couple years yeah 
on a mission for my church. And um, I love spicy food. But like you guys said in the text, it really does depend. Yeah. Because sometimes it's just, it's just hellish. Yeah. Like, holy crap, this sucks. Is, yeah. But then other times, like, this is so spicy and I love it. Yep. You're sweating and you're loving it. I'm guessing this is... This is probably the least spicy. Yeah, they're not correct? bad. Not bad. They're yummy, though. They taste good. Should we do, like, some eating a- ASMR, too? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this one's not spicy. Mm-mm. So I'm going to dip it. I'm trying to figure out what... It just tastes like Parmesan cheese. Give me a paper towel. Thank you. Have you guys ever listened to those ASMR? Mm-mm. People will listen to it. stuff like, and like go to sleep listening to it. Oh, really? Or people chewing or, hmm. it's That's so weird. weird. I think AS- it's annoying. What's ASMR stand for? I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. And my fact-checking machine is videoing us right now. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Look it up. Let's see what ASMR stands for. I also wrote a list of things down that we need to talk about. But it's, it's all, all on there. Yeah, it's all on there. ASMR meaning. <clears throat> Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Oh, yeah, that. So there you go. <laughs> um, What were we talking about? Aliens. Probably. Aliens. Well, uh, Earth, Energy, oh, yeah. Nikola Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, that's right. It's all about money. Like, it comes back totally. to money. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, there's no money in Tesla's model of sucking it out of the ether. Mm-hmm. Instead, we have to suck it out of the ground and then call it a non-renewable energy source, even though it yep. very mo- most possibly is. Was it Tesla that said that the uh, pyramids were power plants? I don't know if it was Tesla, but that's definitely one of the theories. Um, They've taken uh, energy testers and put them in different parts of the pyramids and the Sphinx and different places. And there's a different energy that is given off there Hmm. than you find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember. I was like, I want to write a book with chat GTP talking about like all the conspiracies, put them together. Yeah. And uh, I started working with it. It was like one of the first times I used chat GTP, so I couldn't really know what it would actually do. But it helped me outline a book. And uh, it was super interesting. I was like, what if humans obviously didn't originate on Earth? We originated somewhere else. And uh, we came from another planet that (coughs) collapsed in on itself. How's that one? (laughs) It's actually not that spicy, but I inhaled it on accident. <clears throat> but um, doing some more research, have you heard of the Anunnaki? Oh, yeah. I had from never the, heard of that. From the Sumerians. I've never heard of it. So, yeah, the, one of the oldest civilizations had this. It's written, I think it's the first written language was the Sumerians. And they have this rumor of, or this history of these Anunnaki that were giants that came down to Earth and they used humans. <laughs> to mine gold that they needed for their whatever plan they were doing. So they kind of created or helped evolve humans to what they are now. They mined gold for them. And then uh, I think they killed off like the smartest humans to make sure that they didn't compete with them. Hmm. And then they took off and they're like, we'll be back in like 7,000 years. And I'm like, how is that not like a story? That sounds awesome. And that's actually like what the the history tells them. Well, and some of the 
non-canon texts of the Bible that could have gone into the Bible, uh, like the book of Enoch, talks about that same thing. So, like, the, the Sumerians had it, but so did Enoch, and hmm. talks about the giants and then the fallen angels. So the fallen angels were fallen because they came to earth and mated with giants, which were not clean. So mm. then their higher power, whoever that was, was like, hey, you, you can't come back. So they're now a fallen race. Well, they're the fallen race that is the leaders of this world. Yeah. It's very interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's super. And all the statues that they have, they show these, this guy with a huge, you know, huge guy with a beard. He's always holding a lion like a cat. And he's always under his arm, and the cat, the lion's like fighting him, but he just has it cradled under his arm like a house cat. And you're like, that kind of seems like, where, why would you just make that up? It's such a specific thing. Yeah. It kind of makes me think that there was some giant dude that was like, that lion's cool, and he just picks it up. It's my pet now. <laughs> <laughs> if I were a giant, it would either be a lion or a tiger. Right? Carry him. No, Pretty it's sweet. just weird stuff. Because why don't we know that? Why don't we learn that? Well, instead, we learn the history that they want us to know. So our story of Columbus is probably very different than the actual story of Columbus. Well, especially now. Look at how distorted it's oh, become yeah. in the last five years. Yeah. You know. There's some weird stuff. He had a guy from, like, I think it was Scotland. His navigator was from Scotland. I, I don't know if it was Scotland. It was from somewhere, definitely not Spain. They sought this guy out to be the navigator. We're like, well, I thought that Columbus just knew the topography, right? No, they had to hire people to do it. Well, why did they hire someone like that? Probably because they weren't trying to find a trader out to India. They knew that there was a new world. Columbus always talks about the new world mm -hmm. in his journals and everything. It's the new world. Well, now we're saying, oh, we just accidentally stumbled upon this new world. No, he knew there was a new world. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of, you know, as Christians, I would say we kind of believe that he was inspired, you know, like obviously that was inspiration given to him. Yeah. You know, in Revelation probably. Um, I think it's, I guess I don't know if that's a consensus around all Christians, but like that's what I was taught. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, and then you just don't know what to believe because they're like, well, Columbus was actually a huge piece of crap that came over and enslaved a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You're like, well, but was it him that enslaved those people? Or was it Spain? And then he needed Spain because Columbus wasn't Spaniard, right? He went to Queen Isabella. I don't know. Which was Spain because hmm. he needed the money. But I don't think he was from Spain. I need my fact checking Yeah, I was about machine. to say. Oh. I don't think he was a Spaniard. Oh, uh, and then you go deeper into Columbus, the Colon family, they own the world. Hmm. Still? <laughs> yeah. Really? Columbia. So Christopher Columbus, Columbia. Mm-hmm. The District of Columbia, mm -hmm. Columbia, the, the uh, where we get all our good coke from. Yeah, where <laughs> yep, where the good coke comes in that the Clintons passed around. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff about Columbia, Columbia Pictures, Columbia this. Like, you know why is it the District of Columbia? Well, it's the District of Colon because they own everything. Huh. So he was from Republic of Genoa. Genoa. See, why don't we learn that? I don't even know what Genoa is. I don't know. Do you think that there's families that really can still control the world, like, and hold on to that kind of power and wealth 
through generations. Like you look at wealthy family families, and I, I'm not saying that yeah. there's not a way that they could. Yeah. But you look at some like, I mean, I guess you look at the the king and queen of England and stuff. I mean, that family yeah. has. But most families can't hold on to wealth for like yeah. two generations. But the ones who know? own the king and queen are the banking families. Yeah, true. And so just a theory, I don't know. I think a higher power does speak to certain individuals on this earth, probably face to face, which also means that Satan does. Yeah. So we'll look at everything that's coming out right now. It's directly satanic. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff. So, you know, if, if there's maybe these original bloodlines on the earth or there's, you know, certain things, certain, yeah, bloodlines, then he's just always like, you know, hey, bro. So, uh, <laughs> Klaus Schwab, uh, we got to move this to your son now because you're getting too old and we've ran out of, you know, the secret serum. Because yeah, Ukraine's I mean. in war right now. So <laughs> it's hard to get that secret serum out of there. <laughs> You QAnon <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> What's well, yeah. funny that you say that because uh, voodoo stuff, and then in Argentina they worshipped uh, Gauchito Hill, and he was a. It's basically you're worshiping Satan, so it was like a like a saint, but for the devil. So okay. instead of praying to a, a saint that talks to God for you, you talk to Gauchito Hill, who talks to Satan for you. Okay, so, so that would be like Santa Muerte. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so they had that, but those things were everywhere, and everyone had a story like, you don't freaking oh, mess that's with it. those because this is it. the spicy yeah. one. Here you go. Sorry. That's it. That's, I, the uh, that's it right there. I'm not going to lie. These haven't... This one was just a little bit more than this one, I felt like. Those ones tasted good. Those you can good see... <laughs> yeah, this is you it. You can see the, the red peppers, chili peppers on this thing. Okay. You have to eat the whole thing. No no chomping it. Here we go. Well, Matt. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That one's got a lot of stuff on it. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. It, it is good taste. taste. It, it tastes <clears throat> good. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we were going to get one that made us cry. Yeah, it's not quite there. We're Did so manly. Had that one yet? No, that's true. No. Wait, we're so manly. I think I had that one. It wasn't too bad. That's pretty warm. Yeah. That's good, though. We should have brought some Tums. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you just drink? And you drank? This was hot enough to drink. Yeah, yeah. It's, pretty, okay. it's pretty warm. <laughs> the throat's closing up a little bit. <clears throat> See, I'm just not it's one of those warm. podcast guys that can be like, ah! <laughs> and like freak out on camera like dude perfect people. <laughs> I just suck up the pain. Has there been wing, guys doing wing challenges that freak out like that on podcasts? I think it's kind of a thing right now. Yeah, I've told think, a couple people that we're going to do it, and they're like, oh, yeah, like the, the wing challenge, yeah. Huh, I never heard of that. I think we got to step it up. I might have to bring in some, some special stuff. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, that one's definitely spicy, though. Yeah. Yeah, that one was warm. Was good. Sweating a little bit off that yep. one. Yep, yep. Well, that's fun. Uh, we should do this with Mexican ta- with tacos, Mexican food. This gives us a reason to eat. I like it. That does make me realize I haven't had anything spicy in years. Rexburg, someone out there, make something spicy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's nothing had- spicy in town. It's true. 
true. On the satanic stuff. <laughs> Back to that. Yeah. Speaking of fire. Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting that they don't even try to hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like standard, like the Target thing. The guy that was, um, do you guys see that? There was a guy that they were having him design clothes for him. And he they had like the goat face looking thing. Like he was openly yeah. a Satanist. And Target was having his clothes, along with all the other stupid stuff that Target's doing. Like that yeah. was Oh that Target. Was oh, okay. Yeah, Target, Target like the store. store. Yeah. Like what kinda what kind of Target? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're a Target now. So they were like let me see if I can so he was actually um, designing clothes. Getting your, uh, yeah, right here. Target Satanist designer. <laughs> right here. So he's like designing all, so he's trans. Oh, but he, they, Target went away from him, but like this was him. And he had like clothes that, uh, I wonder if there's any, yeah, like that. Whoa. Yeah. Like, and there was like shirts with it on it. I don't know what that's called. What does it say? But it's Satan. A, it's a symbol of Satan. Satan respects pronouns. Oh, well, and, that's nice it, of him. And it was, it was like kids', or kids clothes. Anyone who respects pronouns has learned something from Satan. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And it was kids clothes. And so that was along with all of the like LGB clothes and stuff they were promoting. That was yeah. part of the big uproar on that too. And so they went away from him. But why would you even think that that's acceptable? Yeah. To put that in your store anyway. I mean, obviously yeah. it's coming from higher up that they need to um, support that. Yeah. But, you know. My favorite pastime in the last six months has been watching companies go woke and then shorting them. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's probably amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anheuser-Busch, I saw that come out and I'm like, Bud Light. Bud Light, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, okay, hop on, Anheuser-Busch, short, good day. Is Anheuser-Busch listed, or is it, in, <laughs> is it InBev? Because uh, InBev owns Anheuser. No, Anheuser-Busch is listed, but it? it's interesting, because <clears throat> when you click on it, there's a big I that comes up at mm -hmm. the top, <clears throat> and that means international company. Oh. So it's majority owned outside of the United States. Yeah. The so then I felt really good about short. Called InBev. Yeah. And they even own like Modelo. Like there was a bunch of people that were like, oh, drink Corona instead. Well, the same parent company owns mm. both of them. Mm. And a whole bunch of others too. But did you see the video clip, the reel of the Bush, the Budweiser booth at Sturgis? No. Like not one person there. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's kind of crazy. See, and then that might come across as like super bigotrous, mm -hmm. but it's not. <laughs> I'm going to defend myself because don't push agendas on my kids. Yeah. Done. I'm not out there saying like, hey, kids, you all need to go have straight sex. Mm -hmm. No, I don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like, have your parents talk to you about it. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a teacher, so I'm not plugged into that world. Well, don't talk to my kids about that stuff. Even if it's not your kids, like you still have the right, each of us do individually, to yeah. vote with our dollars. Yeah. You know, and I yep. just, I'm not interested in supporting people that, Yeah. how's that any different than people going against Trump? I mean, yeah. it's different in the fact that 
the Banana Republic style. I'm yeah. not saying that, but I'm yeah. saying people being outspoken against Trump or not supporting his hotels or whatever. Yeah. Great. Or companies yeah. that are conservative. <clears throat> great. I don't care. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it's weird. Have you seen the clip of that? There's a conservative talk show guy, and he's out at a pride parade. He's like, why are you guys out here? And the guy's like, it's all inclusive. It's it's about inclusivity and and loving each other for, for who we are no matter what. And the guy goes, what about Donald Trump? He goes, F Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people, the people that we like, no. No, I think it's super interesting because I can't, the thing that I couldn't understand is these guys, the top people at these companies can't be stupid enough to think that this is going to work. I mean, maybe they are. I'm sure there are companies like that, but for the majority, there's got to be like the VP of marketing and then CEO. These guys can't all be idiots, but I, from what I've heard, there's big companies like BlackRock that say, hey, yep. this is the agenda you're going to push. And they say, we're going to lose money. And they say, well, we'll pull out all of our investments if you don't do what we say. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's crazy that. And, and they have, so what are the big ones? BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street. I think that's the big three. And they own like of the S and P five hundred. I think it's like I can't remember what it is. It's a huge percentage yeah. between those three. They own a majority of the S and P five hundred. Yeah. Um, but the other part of it is they have the voting rights that go along with that. Yes. And so, like, say a teachers union is having BlackRock invest the money for them. Most of those companies just sign their voting rights over, right? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you can take our shareholder interest and you can represent us and vote the way that you want and stuff. So I think that's a big way that they're getting control, too, yeah. is they're able to vote on these issues mm-hmm. and have a huge amount of um, impact on that. Yeah. And I even saw that some of those, like, teachers unions and stuff are starting to take those back. Oh, interesting. Say, oh, well, oh, we'll, cool. we'll invest somewhere else, or yeah. you can invest our money, but we want those. Well, I think you can even, they can, you can have, like, BlackRock and stuff manage your money, but you can still retain the voting rights, I think. Hmm. But anyway, there, I think there's some companies that are starting to do that. You know, so BlackRock and Vanguard own BlackRock and Vanguard. They own stock within their own selves. Oh, yeah. So like for sure. Yeah, it's BlackRock and yeah, it's Vanguard. But BlackRock owns a lot of Vanguard and Vanguard owns a lot of BlackRock. Mm-hmm. And like, guys, it's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. It all comes then, down to ever inflating dollars. And then they're in cahoots with the government. Yep. Right. So yeah. and they probably own most of the Federal Reserve. Probably. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's a big, happy family. Yeah. What do you guys think about the Titanic and the Federal Reserve? (laughs) I've heard stuff about that. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it. I just am curious. Uh Oh. Because weren't there a couple people that wanted to vote? Uh, They were not in favor of the Federal Reserve. Mm Mm-hmm. And they kind of died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard about that. Um but yeah, the latest Titanic stuff with that Titan stuff. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. How, so sad. It's it's sad, but sad. They're not even <laughs> dead. I kind of think on. they might not. Be oh, dead. do you not think so? I don't think. Oh, so. Ooh, well, they're, a, they're billionaires, Caleb. Why would you do this? Yeah, this. they all wanted to disappear for some reason. Yeah, that's There's what I'm no thinking. No way that those guys. I would want to disappear if I was a billionaire. That life would suck. Yeah. Well, and you still retain it all, but you just take on a different. 
I mean, the identity the, or the face of it would suck. Yeah. There's some weird stuff yeah. that happened. Like they knew that the sub was gone day one, and then they kept pushing it. Like I wonder what's happening. Day two, they're running out of air. Day three, this, and but yeah. they already knew. Well, our our coast guard knew. Yeah, our coast guard knew that they had sank. Yeah, that they heard the the vibration, the you know the implosion. Uh huh. But they never said anything. Yeah, probably because there was something going on in the news. Did you see the reel too, though? Of a sub that looks exactly like that with the company logo and everything like 10 days later in like North Carolina or something. Really? This guy's like, Hey, check this out with his phone camera. And it like, look, I mean, obviously that company could have had other stuff or whatever, or it could have been a video from five years ago too. But he's like, huh, why is this, uh, here in wherever it was 10 days after that submarine disappeared like the ocean gate logo on it and everything huh. yeah so i mean if you're a billionaire that's a pretty good way to say that i'm i'm gone was that company named ocean gate i think so uh ocean gate or seagate or something like that well think, with the think, name think, gate at the end you already know it's bad i think it's ocean <laughs> gate yeah like Watergate. <laughs> okay that's the only one i can think of right now but there are more gates yeah it's ocean gate yeah but yeah they, <laughs> But, yeah, I totally don't think... So, you're a billionaire, and you're going to... I mean, maybe, because that guy had done it before, so maybe he's a credible guy and whatever, but you're controlling this thing with a game... Yeah, gaming computer. ...a thing, and I don't know. I just don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently you don't even see... You're down in the submarine, and you're just looking at cameras and TV screens. mm -hmm. You're not even seeing with your own eye the Titanic. Right. So it's like, what's the point of even going down there if you're looking at a screen anyways? Seems weird. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey Epstein's probably not dead either, so... No, yeah, I totally don't think so. Um, All he'd have to do is just be like, guys, ladies, gentlemen, if I don't put my password into the computer every three days, it goes out onto the internet they would move oh yeah governments mm-hmm. to go no 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 keep that guy alive yeah so hey those guys fell asleep cameras went out yep he did have detached ear lobes now now he doesn't boom did that happen with him too yeah him and and biden biden yeah there's no way that's the same guy you look at him back in like the 80s he was i mean he was pretty charismatic he was sharp and, uh, yeah, I know when you get old, that fades, but not, not like that. Well, I used to put my legs in the water, and the kids would swim up to my leg hairs. <laughs> like, bro, leave. <laughs> get out of here. He was, like, trying to walk up to a baby the other day, and his security had to, like, come and move him to, like, don't go near the baby. Oh, man. Could you imagine that being your full-time job? You're like, you need Babysitting to- the president of the United States? You got to make sure this guy doesn't try to get next to kids or- Sniff them. He's probably going up for a little sniff. There was another um, thing around the Titanic that I had um, heard somebody had sent me. So there was actually a sister ship, too. And uh, have you seen this story? About insurance? Yeah. Switching out for insurance? Yeah, exactly. Um, So there was, what was the other ship called? So they were part of the same company yeah the, like the oss or something stargate stargate line i don't know i think something like that but stargate see the last word gate stargate line? see this or is big no, stuff white star line That's okay what it is. white star line but they had uh they had had let's see how would that work 
they had had the the sister ship out before and I'm trying to think what that was called the independence or something maybe I don't know but they had hit the captain of that they had hit a uh, I don't think it was an iceberg I think it was like a sandbar or something and caused major damage to mm. the or maybe they hit another boat I can't remember but caused major damage to that ship and uh, and they swapped them like they were in the harbor side by side and i think it was uh jp morgan that owned that company maybe or something anyway one of those yeah big time uh finance people and they the ship was basically totaled i guess as we'd say it today like not fixable but they switched the ships and so it wouldn't they wouldn't be able to insure it because of the damaged condition it was in like their insurance dropped them or something and so they like switched like over a weekend the conspiracy is that they switched the ship so they like repainted it they moved all the china from one ship to another ship like made it all look the same so the titanic was actually the sister ship and anyway so then it crashed and that and they had i had to send you that like there's yeah. a documentary on it it's really good but like somebody on the titanic had noticed that it had a like it in the water it wasn't um straight it kind of like rode off to the side a little bit like there was a specific term for it and that's what it how the other ship had been previously because of the wreck it was in it kind of like was a little bit screwy wonky one way Anyway, and some and multiple people had noticed that it, the Titanic was that way as they were sailing and like must have hmm. written it in their journal or something. But then there was they had this whole, supposedly had this whole plan where there was another ship anchored out in the middle of that ice field, uh-huh. and as soon as the Titanic hit the iceberg and was going to start to go down, they would light flares off yeah. or something, and the other ship would come over and save everybody, and like the one ship got in a different position to where it was too far away hmm. to see the the flares and anyway it's like this whole thing. my bad one captain job. yeah like this whole big thing in it and then after seems like something happened to the captain of that ship afterwards like he mysteriously committed suicide or something like that hmm. and they were thinking well he felt bad that he messed up and yeah. a bunch of people died anyway I'll send it to you I'll yeah. Think yeah. Of yeah, I'd like to watch it's, that it's, it's, it's pretty interesting I was always disappointed in grandma roses just letting out that she was a hussy (laughs) (laughs) that's me on that painting all naked like thanks grandma rose yeah what happened to leo (laughs) and that that door was big enough for both of them okay leo could have gotten on that door he could have it's true but rose a selfish. Yeah, well, she was ready for another guy. I haven't seen that for a long time. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it since, like, it came out Junior on high. VHS. Because <laughs> you were ready for the... Oh, yeah. The second tape. Let's see, let's fast right forward. The fr- fast. <laughs> there we go. Pause. Okay, keep going. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Way before mm-hmm. internet and kids had phones. <clears throat> they had to resort to fast-forwarding or winding a VHS tape. Slow motion. It's a good thing I didn't have a smartphone when I was growing up. The parents are like, this one part of the video is worn out. 
Okay. Um, Ron DeSantis. I think he's turning into a loser. I've been. I have not kept up on the presidential stuff very good at yeah. all. What do you mean? Well, so he handled COVID very well in Florida, and then you had like Texas Governor Abbott. Like he'd kind of watch whatever Florida did, and then if it was right, then he's like, "Hey, let's do that." Well, a lot of things that Florida did was right, but as soon as he moved to like this presidential run where he announced it like on some stupid Twitter post. And then a lot of his funding that's coming in is, like, Klaus Schwab-type funding. Like, it's not coming from good places. He's unwilling to go on interviews and really debate anybody. Like, he's, he's kind of running a Joe Biden-type campaign. DeSantis is? Yeah. Really? He's not talking mm-hmm. to anybody. Now, on the flip side, you've got Vivek mm-hmm. Ramaswamy. I've heard a lot of people are really impressed he's with awesome. him. awesome. I mean, there was one the other day. He's... In, and who knows if this stuff is staged or not, right? Mm-hmm. But he's in a forum talking, and this lady just starts freaking out, just screaming. Just, you know, you can't tell me what to do with my body, and just she's going off on it. And the security goes and starts to pull her away. And he's like, guys, guys, no, 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 no. Let, let her talk. Like, we're in the United States. Mm-hmm. We have free speech. Let her talk. So then she continues, and he, he goes, our are you a mother? And she's like, yeah, I'm a mother. And, and I work really hard to make my, help my son be good and successful. And you can't tell me that if a male implants a baby into my body that, you know, I, I have to raise it and this and that. And he's like, I respect everything you're saying. Hmm. Like everything you just said, you have every right to say it. And like, yeah, you should never feel like that. And just, Hmm. he's like embracing this lady. She sits Hmm. back down and listens to the rest of the speech without like, what an awesome thing. Instead of, like, oh, get get her out of here. Yeah. So he's not necessarily saying that her views were correct, no. but saying you have every right to express your views. Yeah. Give her a voice. Mm. Cool. Mm. Now we can have civil discussion? Yeah. What a novel idea. Right. <laughs> and, and honestly, a lot of his stuff is really good. They've tried to get him to bash Trump, and he's smart, so he won't do it. Because mm. as soon as you bash Trump, he will be on you. Yeah. Like a... Pack of dogs and a three-legged like cat. Like he is on DeSantis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Trump got DeSantis into office. He was polling very, very poorly until Trump said, I support Ron DeSantis. Boom. Numbers out the roof. Hmm. And then the first chance that DeSantis gets to, to throw him under the room. bus, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. But this Vivek guy is, is pretty cool. Is he Indian? Yeah, something? I think, yeah, of Indian, Indian descent. Uh, he runs a few billion dollar companies and wow. he's not a politician i mean lots of things about him I'm like hey this is good stuff the hard part is though do you think he really has a chance no you know like i ag- agree against you know now what could happen though that's is the problem with our country yes is somebody like that that is actually the best person to run the country yeah isn't going to get the nomination you yeah. know yeah. You think? i don't know no i i agree with you um that being said that was Trump, in a way. That's now Trump, ha- we knew who he was, but he was already very polarized. A lot of people just didn't like him to begin with, mostly because they were told not to like him. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes right down to it, and you're like, "Why didn't you like Trump?" Well, he was a racist. What was racist? Well, his tweets, obviously. Well, all of his stuff about gay people, all the stuff about 
African-Americans. You're like, can you please specifically tell me? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't specifically tell you, but I know that he's racist. You mean like you've been how told. he had gay advisors yeah. and yes. like everything, you know? Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think they learned from Trump, like, okay, we can't have another Trump in there because he, he set us back five years, you know? Yeah. So I think they're going to be more cautious in the future about and, who and gets there. Maybe he did set us back, but man, we're in a really bad place right now. Yeah. Like, a former president is being charged and facing 127 years in prison and possible death penalty? Like, what freaking world do we live in? Right. This is insane. Like, if you heard about that in Venezuela, you're like, oh, yeah, it's Venezuela. Obviously, they're corrupt and they got... Mm-hmm. We're there. Mm-hmm. We are 100% there. As the president's son is probably sniffing coke in the White House <laughs> and has videos of him with hookers across state lines. Probably? Well, <laughs> well when he trying to keep it. the 4th of July and forgets his cocaine, he's like, where did I put that? Oh, crap. Yeah. You hear about that? <laughs> well, have you seen that he's on the... He's on the balcony of the White House, and Jill is in front, and she looks like, oh, he's behind me. Like, she doesn't look good. And he kind of goes, oh, really? <laughs> and you're like, I'm pretty sure he just sniffed Coke on the balcony of the White House. Maybe not. Probably not, right? It's probably like the world is round, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it's wild. I can't believe. Like, obvious uh, you know, I don't know. Twenty million dollars is what they're they've found now in, in. Yeah, they found it. It's, it's not it's found, like it's, it's not, not like a theory. It's not a conspiracy. It's What's real. Twenty million bribery money that the Bidens received from uh, where? Well, it's from several places. One is that Burisma Holdings, right? Like the the uh, one that his son was on the board for, but his son was on the board for several. And a lot of it was in Ukraine, which is very interesting that yeah. we would have all of this stuff going on right now. <clears throat> and I don't know if this is true, but I heard, we should look it up, if Ukraine just bypassed their elections, I'm pretty sure their elections were supposed to happen. And they said, because we're in war, we're bypassing these elections. Hmm. I don't, we like, yeah, I don't know if that's true, <laughs> but... I'll fact check it. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. (laughs) Pull that up for me. (laughs) Can you pull that up for me, Jamie? It's crazy. Thank you. I'll buy you a Tesla. Well, I think there's a bunch of stuff, too. Hasn't there been... I haven't looked into it too much, but there's a bunch of about... uh, Some connections have been found as far as human trafficking, Mm -hmm. that some of that stuff is happening in Ukraine, right? And so there's a lot of people saying that's why the sound of freedom shows being suppressed and stuff is because it's all connected with you know powerful people and stuff but a lot of it was run through ukraine and like planned parenthood babies being sold to ukraine to be sold as parts to people now not me saying this this is the guy that starred on sound of freedom the Jim Caviezel? Yeah. Did he say he said he that said in some that. interviews? Yeah. And that's when he brought up some Q stuff, and all of a sudden it was like, Whoa, Yeah. This guy's crazy. Right. Like, oh, because he said something that was within his First Amendment rights to say? All right. As Jamie popping in, uh, yeah, he said if uh, the Ukraine scheduled 2023 parliament and 2024 presidential elections would occur only if martial law had ended at, uh, by that time. And that's a nice way of saying why would you ever we just bypass the elections. Yeah. 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 How are we any better than that? When we have political persecution going on against 
a former president who's already old. Yeah. So what, I don't even we're know what they're in cahoots with them too. They're totally. like our, they're oh, our buddy how many them. trillions of dollars have we given yeah. them? Yeah. Um, so what I don't even know. I haven't followed it very closely, but why why is Trump going to go to jail forever? What did he do that election interference is what they were saying? So he tra- he he attempted to overturn the twenty oh twenty twenty election. That uh, what was it? January yeah January sixth which I think we know now I think is that just one, a big old farce I haven't been I haven't followed it very much didn't the January sixth stuff kind of get pushed away and now they're on the documents yeah they're onto the documents that he but had at his house I'd like to go them to go really deep into those documents because I'm pretty sure they're the ones that show that the FBI spied on his campaign yeah hmm. so and that the the everything was made up and fake yeah 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 they're also getting him on some uh, Georgia. Georgia voter fraud stuff, saying that they they saw people bringing in ballots that were for Trump. But if you look at which the, is exactly what the Democrats did. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Did you ever watch that documentary exactly. called? Uh, <laughs> I think it's called like Two Thousand Mules. Yeah. It was put out by I think Dinesh Dinesh yeah. D'Souza, right? Yeah. And which, he actually followed. Have you, did you see that? Uh-uh. So he actually fought like they had a team and worked with some organizations that followed people that did turn in uh, fraudulent ballots for hmm. or Biden. And they put out, like, the numbers. Because I always thought, there's no way that it could be affected. You know, yeah. there's no way that it could be have that much of an impact. Well, they did the numbers, and they're, like, it very much could. Like, yeah. absolutely, <clears throat> it could be enough fraudulent ballots to make a difference. Hmm. There's some statistical law. I don't remember the name. I wish I did because then I'd sound like more like I knew what I was talking about. Um, some statistical law, and it's never been broken in statistical analysis, except for in the 2020 election mm-hmm. when they shut down voting for like three hours and then the numbers came back out and they were 300,000 votes ahead. Yeah. Not one vote came in for Trump during that time. It all came in for Biden. So in statistical analysis, they're like, over a 24-hour period, these are coming in, but in three hours and this, it's impossible. Didn't happen. But they're like, well, it happened this one time, kind of like the World Trade Centers, you know? <laughs> like, it's never happened before in history, but then all of a sudden, well, it, it's okay. Like, you know, a fire-resistive type 1 building fell down. It's the only one to ever fall due to fire, but it happened, you know? Like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird Lots talking about. Ana- anomalies. Yeah, yes. that right? That is weird. The, like, when that happened, I was uh, 10. So, like, there's very little that I remember from that. But I do remember that specifically, that they're like, well, it was the jet fuel, and that's what fueled it to melt down the metal. And you're like, what a weird thing to remember, like, yeah. my teacher telling me. Yeah. It seems very strange and specific to tell you how it happened. Isn't it weird, too, that an airplane uses jet fuel to fire its metal engines and it doesn't burn its metal engine (laughs) but it will burn yeah well but you know it it was this one time it happened okay did you ever have we sent you the tyler showed me this when we were working with the fire department the there's a doc well not only a documentary there's a whole organization that's called uh engineers and architects i think for 9-11 truth i think and reversed uh, architects architects and engineers, engineers but yeah so they have a website and everything. You can go and look, and they they're like, we're not anti-government. We're not anything. We just have found a lot of 
weird things that we think need to be investigated. And yeah. they give this whole presentation on, you know, the um, all of the buildings. Because there was three, right? Yeah. Um, so they go through all of the different things of why that doesn't add up. And there's been thousands and thousands of engineers and architects hmm. that have signed off on this and joined this organization to demand an investigation be done. Yeah. But nobody's ever done it. Yeah, there was, there was, the government. There was never <laughs> an investigation done to begin with. We gave you the 9-11 commission on a platter. This is the same as the Warren commission, guys. It's totally real. <laughs> like they, they loaded up all of the metal within like two weeks and yeah. sent it to China to be recycled. Yeah. Yeah. So... There was never a formal investigation done. So tw two Twin Towers, right? Mm -hmm. And Building 7? Yep. My brother-in-law sent me this one the other day. Building 5. Another one? Yes. Really? Straight down. Huh. Four buildings. Perfect. Straight down. Mm-hmm. Those terrorists really knew what they were doing. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Can you look up Building 5, though? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to say completely <laughs> false stuff here. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> you keep I, it I watched those again the other day. Crap, it's on my phone. Um, now the government's going to come for me. We're already getting censored on all this crap. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, the government now has AI to track everything that's ever said on the Internet? Like, no person can do that, but now AI can go through and say... But, John, that's what we're seeing. They've had this yeah. technology for 20 years. I know. Probably. Yeah. What we see is old, old, old tech that they finally are letting out of the yeah. back. It's like uh, the SR-71 Blackbird. Still the fastest known mm. manned aircraft was built in the late, late 50s, early 60s. I'm sorry. That's why the UFOs came out, because mm. they're all over the place. Well, and that's the, is it Michael Greer? Yeah. I think he, yeah. he actually, he's an interesting one to listen to, but he's, uh, he's one that's like Skunk Works and Raytheon and all these places. He's like, they have stuff that we... It's already, you know, we can't even imagine stuff that yeah. they have already. The technology. It's interesting. What, what were you looking for? for? Building five. If there was one, right? Yeah. Or if it Yeah, fell. if building five fell. Oh, it pulled up. Uh, they were planning on building another building where the World Trade Center was. Have you heard about that? Well, I, I thought that they were going to build a complex up around there, but they were going to mm. leave the two original foundations. Mm. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Nothing. It's the, weird that that building is called uh, Five World Trade Center. That's the name of that building that they're Well, proposing. how else do you suppress <laughs> all the other Building Five stuff that's on search engine optimization? Because everything's <clears throat> popping up for that. It's not popping up for Building Five. Uh, maybe building Five World Tra Trade Center is what I searched, and then Five World Trade Center pops up. Weird. Because um, there were Building One and Two, and Building Seven. Which they said, pull it. Yeah. And then it goes down. Oh, that was just a coincidence, by the way. Oh, and... <laughs> there was a fire on, like, two floors. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, there was a video of Trade Center, World Trade Center Building 7 in the background of a British newscast. And they said, oh, we just got word mm -hmm. that Building 7 fell. It's in the background, and it had not fallen. It fell Real later. Time. Like, yeah. they're being told, 
what to do. Now, we've now seen those clips, too, where they're like, it's very dangerous to our democracy, very dangerous mm-hmm. to our democracy. And then all of a sudden there's 300 screens up and they all have the same exact script. They're just scripting all of it. Mm-hmm. We just live in a big movie, and it's not even a good one. I know. I mean, now they're bringing in uh, aliens in, so at least it's getting a little yeah. more interesting. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I, I don't know if you want to search. Well, I'm, search I'm curious now. Let me just uh, see what buildings came down. What buildings? Um, but, yeah, with the uh, UFO stuff, the other thing that they're saying is that potentially they have some kind of, like, holographic tech that you can project something into the sky and make it look real. So that's why these UFOs can do things that don't physically make sense. Mm-hmm. So you have this fighter jet looking thing flying through the air and then it goes under the ocean and does all that stuff, but it's just some kind of holographic thing, which I think is super interesting. Yeah. Because could you imagine the kind of stuff that you could do if you could fake? If you had holographic stuff, that would oh, be yeah. insane. So that's Project Bluebeam. You looked into any CIA Project Blue Beam, Blue Beam uh, stuff? So the original stuff was really crazy because it was way ahead of its time, talking about holograms and how you could fake alien invasions and that sort of thing. Uh, and part of the original Blue Beam <clears throat> was essentially faking a second coming. Oh, so I have heard about that. They'd yeah. be faking a second coming of Christ, but at the same time using like telepathic waves – which this all sounds nuts, but it was uh, a CIA operation. CIA a lot operation, of money on that yeah. Stuff. Um, they, they do telepathic waves into people's minds in the language that they're in, so everybody would see the second coming at the same time. But it would be Christ and Muhammad and like other things oh. of other religions. Huh. So what does that do? It brings us all together as one world religion, mm. like Novus Ordo Seclorum, which mm. happens to be on our dollar, New mm. Secular Order. Oh, weird, New World Order, Illuminati crap. Yeah. Have you heard of that church that um, is being built in, I don't know where it is exactly, I think it's the Middle East, but it's uh, <coughs> it's Islam, and I'm trying to think what else, but there's like three, I think the Catholic Church, Islam, and there's another one, but they're essentially doing that. They're building a church together to unite people, and so it's basically trying to but there was something too where like islam had a bigger part of it a bigger share than than christianity did like anyway like it was if we're gonna do this we own the majority okay yeah right we want the voting rights pretty much what it was anyway so on 911memorial.org it says that the entire complex including seven buildings and a plaza came down that day so I don't know if that's just a generalization saying the entire complex was destroyed because those three buildings came down or if they're just trying to blanket statement. Like, mm-hmm. yep, they all came down due to terrorists. Well, it's weird, though, because there's just two planes that hit them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Building 7 stuff is very interesting. Like, there's people coming out and saying okay we're gonna blow you know like we're gonna bring it down like they're on video yeah like they cleared they cleared the building nobody was in the building nothing was in the building so this Um, is while everything's happening it was later on that day right was it the same day i think it was the same day yeah the seven came down you think that you'd have enough to worry about that day than blowing up another building but they not if it was well and inside of there there was like a uh, CIA division mm-hmm. and like the top multiple floors of that was 
um, the Department of Defense, the CIA, like multiple hmm. agencies like that. And there was, what was it, like a few days earlier, was it Donald Rumsfeld? It was Donald Rumsfeld, and it was one day before. We are missing $2 trillion from the Pentagon budget. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and <laughs> all the records were in Building yeah. 7, right? Yep. Oh, no, no, no. They were in the Pentagon. And the one part of the Pentagon that got hit was the financial department. That's right. There was something, though. It seems like there was something that had happened before involving one of those agencies that then all the information was gone because Building 7 got blown up. I can't remember what that was. Maybe that's where Donald Trump's Uncle John, who worked for the FBI, who took everything out of Nikola Tesla's apartment, maybe that's where the papers went. And then they wanted to get rid of those papers. They nuked it. Yeah. yeah, did you have you heard about that? <clears throat> You've told me about John that. Trump. Uh-huh. His uncle is the investigator. It was pre-FBI, but right before the FBI, whatever that was called, he was part of that. He went in. He was the one that takes all of Nikola Tesla's papers, and I think yep. they had something like eleven ca- <clears throat> eleven boxes and cases of documents. Um, and then when his family petitioned to get all of that sent back to them. They only ended up with like seven boxes. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of information that they just took and held on to. Mm-hmm. Probably so they could build direct energy weapons later on. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to think any of this is real, by the way. Like, <laughs> I want to trust. I want to trust. I want to trust the government. I want to trust authority. I want to trust all this stuff. But when mm-hmm. over and over and over again, you've got things like the Tuskegee experiment where they're they're giving African-American service people syphilis Mm. well we had to test someone (laughs) so that's who you test Mm -hmm. okay they're they continue over years to give different military services different experimental stuff you got bill gates and that foundation that's giving horrible vaccines to african-american kid Mm -hmm. african sorry african people Mm -hmm. african kids in africa Mm -hmm. you got covid I mean, and Kam- wasn't it Kamala recently that just said something about depopulation? Oh, that does not surprise me. <laughs> you didn't? No. All right, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say because <laughs> he like legitimately. Yeah, it was probably a profound statement too. Like, overpopulation is when there are just too many populate population. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be funny. It didn't really work out. Uh, yeah, she's, they've kept her in the basement for a while. So, Well, because when she gets out, she tries to be a philosopher that has the education level of a three-year-old. Oh, this says social media posts misrepresent oh, what she Oh, that's said. why. Yeah, depopulation when you say it. it yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let's see if I can actually find a real media outlet here to talk about it. The uh, White House spokeslady. Uh-huh that like Pierre lady or something. Um, she accidentally posted a, a Joe Biden tweet on her personal account that was meant to be on Joe Biden's personal account. So she runs his media. Well, she accidentally posted it on her page uh-huh. and then hurried and deleted it. But you know, you've got MAGA people all over the place that are like screenshot, screenshot. <laughs> like you can't get away from it. They are so dumb. Oh, here. So let's see. But are they? Let's see if this uh, if this comes up. And maybe this is maybe she did slip up. I mean, take it for what it's worth. Well, it's but it is Kamala Harris. <laughs> let's see. Is it planned? 
When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. No, she did not misrepresent that at all. It's not like a flip up and everybody's cheering. Yep. And she didn't misrepresent it because she said when you reduce population, then it gives our kids more clean air because other people aren't breathing it. Dude. Let's see when that was. That story. Elon's got to before they kill us all. That story was published July 14th. Wow. A month ago. Can you imagine if anybody except for the Democratic Party said that? Trump or Candace Owens or... I'm trying to think who else, you know, like yeah. any of the people that they're always trying to to uh, beat up on. Right? Candace so Owens still is, right? She's yeah. outspoken. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always trying to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you can be a minority until you don't speak like they want you to speak. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're an Uncle Tom. <laughs> what? <laughs> you racist people. Mm-hmm. I just wish that she would have said that and everyone's just dead quiet like. What did you just say? Did you just say murder? But the clap light went on behind her, so (laughs) yay. It wasn't even people. It was just an audio recording of people. We have to get this. uh... (laughs) Not that many people go to her speeches, so that was AI for sure. Yeah, Yeah, it's wild. That's crazy. So there's in the the Skinwalker Ranch thing, so they, they actually think that, or I don't know if they think, but a lot, one of the things that they mention a lot that those phenomena are is portals to another dimension like they talk about that quite a bit uh-huh. and i'm like man if we knew where portals were i'm going man. yeah like i'm in there get me out of here as fast as you can right apparently mount shasta is another hot spot there's a lot of weird stuff that happens out there that people like ufo people are always out oh, there really because they show there's tons of video and the the spaceships look like they fly into the mountain and so, like, that's mm-hmm. obviously a portal that the aliens are using or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you should look at some of the video. It's it's pretty crazy. You just see these little things. They fly in, and then it looks like it goes straight into the mountain. That's what this is. There's, like, a there's a ridge, and there's, you can, they've got video of stuff going in and out of that. Yeah. So. I, I've heard that same, I, this was, is probably an actual conspiracy theory that's not real. But who knows? I don't know anymore. Um state and national parks are really just there to hide something Hmm. so you got yellowstone you know you can't ride horses and dirt bikes and stuff into these certain parts well you're not going to hike in there either because there's grizzly bears Mm -hmm. you can't go there's grizzly bears you're going to get eaten alive Mm -hmm. or there's something to find i think some that is part of trying i can't remember what agenda we're what number we're on but i think it was agenda 21 Okay. I remember, I think. And part of that was to increase the amount of grizzly bears and wolves and that kind of stuff so that people become more and more concentrated into the cities and don't hang out in the forests. So I think that was Agenda 21. <clears throat> um, and you can totally see that. Like, yeah. they're, well, they're, the grizzly populations are exploding, and they're not depopulating or delisting them or anything. You know. I remember when Clinton was in office... This is back before you got emails and stuff about this. It was dial-up internet, you know. Someone's on the phone. I can't use the internet. My parents had these papers that showed what part of Idaho they wanted to turn into larger wilderness area. And it was proposed by the Clinton team. Hmm. And it was where we are. 
wilderness area. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Like a, they take the Frank Church wilderness area, and honestly, I just think they hated Frank Church because he's the one who was all in on the Warren Commission stuff, oh. <clears throat> like saying like how horrible they all were at it. Hmm. So you take the Frank Church wilderness and like pulled it clear down on the south side of Pocatello, over into the Tetons, out and around Jackson, and it was kind of like that area would just be wilderness. They would try to turn it back into wilderness area, and no one would be here. Hmm. That was a real thing that they yeah. proposed, huh? Yeah. Hmm. We don't hear about stuff like this now because I think they keep it under wraps. Back then, you couldn't just tweet it over to your friend. You had to print a paper yeah, out and yeah, bring that right. paper over to your, your, your buddies. Actually research it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I yeah. think they're going to do, they're trying to do more and more of that. Well, like even when Obama was in, and this probably happened, you know, was going on before that, but I remember when he was in there, there was an executive order that signed over the control of all water to the federal government. So even say yeah. that you have a pond on a private, mm-hmm. um, you know, private ranch or whatever, and even say the spring and everything is contained in your ranch, and so there's no doubt that it's your water. Uh-huh. If there was a, a you know, <clears throat> state of emergency, they could come in and control all of that. So, can you look up, Jamie, please? Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you call me Jamie when you buy me Tesla. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> what was I? Oh, no. Was oh, no, no, no. We're good. New York Post. Obama homosexual letter. Oh, no. <laughs> it's weird that Google doesn't uh, try to finish that. Uh, That's because they're racist. Or they're, they're bigotous. You should be able to say probably homosexual if you want. so much that it's... <laughs> what? Dude, this is a bombshell. Here's the the headline. Barack Obama told X, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. <laughs> it's okay, honestly so kind, it of, kind of a bombshell letter. Huh. Like... And it's legit. Oh, so it says, totally legit. It says the more than 40-year-old letter. So I didn't know that. Uh, <clears throat> your ex-girlfriend recently resurfaced after Obama, Obama uh, biographer David Garrow uh, gave a long-winded interview. But uh, You look see. That. Look at that picture. That's oh, I know. Yeah. Like, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for president. <laughs> I saw there was a I can't throw me the football. Was, but there was a interview clip. It's probably popped up on you. Well, I don't know that YouTube would let it pop up somewhere. But there was a reel of where they were talking about. There was some guy. There was two guys that they had interviewed, and he had said like, "Oh yeah, me and." Obama did, you know, whatever. And I know goes, exactly what you're talking and about. And goes into explanation. When he was in Chicago. <clears throat> yeah. And he performed certain things. And yeah. then, um, you That's know, what he said. do you know how alive that guy is now? He's dead. He's dead? He's dead. Wasn't that interview just recently? No, I, I thought that, that it was a, a few years oh, ago. Oh, was it? But Maybe he's dead so. now. Oh, really? Yeah, the same with their chef. Hmm. 
Yeah, there was some. I, I saw that one, and the guy's like, I'm going to go in front of everyone, and I'm going to tell everyone what happened, and then he died, like, you know, one day before he went out. And yeah. Told everyone, or whatever. And, and I hope that stuff's just. I, I hope none of it's real. Like, I really hope that that guy was lying about Obama, and I hope that that letter from Obama is fake, and I hope that mm-hmm. his chef just, you know, sadly. I don't hope that he sadly died, but I, I you know, hope that that's it instead of the, the conspiracy type stuff. Like, I really hope so. Mm-hmm. It's just, it would make we've lot. been lied to a lot, yeah. so I don't really believe anything anymore. Yeah. yeah, it would give you a lot more hope for humanity. But like when you hear about that or the World Trade Center or, you know, all of these things, just yeah. the absolute <clears throat> disregard for life. Yeah. You know, it's just like. It's no big deal to some of these people, which is crazy to think that. Bush was in a speech like the other day, and he said something along the lines of, one man shouldn't have the power to send an army into Afghanistan. And then he went, uh, little slip up there. I meant Ukraine, but that one too. And you're I like... saw that one, yeah. Yeah. You just, like, incriminated yourself. You said <laughs> one man shouldn't be able to do this. You did it. Yeah. But it was for mm-hmm. weapons of mass destruction, which we never found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, that Afghanistan interview, the guy that uh, was there for the withdrawal, like totally, you can see with him, like I'm surprised that he's still around. I hope he is. Um, very incriminating stuff about the leaders of the government. Yeah. Like very much <clears throat> so. Like they straight up, he said, I, he, um, he's like, I saw, I could watch the Taliban execute people. And the guy's like, really? He's like, how many do you think you see? saw? And he's like, myself, probably 50. And they were just sitting there watching it. He was a sniper. He's like yeah. asking his leaders if he could engage him. No, no, couldn't. And then they, uh, they actually received uh, intelligence of a suicide bomber. And I guess from the way, you've got to go listen to it, even though it'll, it'll really upset you. It really bothered me. But uh, like there was just a whole like people just gathered around the airport and like thousands of people deep like he said for people to get from the back of the group up to the front was like hours of trying to like shuffle their way up through and these people are just trying to get into the airport to get out of there Mm because the Taliban's back there executing people and they got um, intelligence of a suicide bomber and a description and everything of him and you know they're sitting there watching they were like up on a tower watching and they had you know a, a ways there was like 300 feet or something like that from the base of their tower out to where the people were and uh they're you know and he's up there <coughs> watching everything they'd like trade off watching well they found a guy that met that exact description and watched him for like hours yeah as he was like trying to make his way up to the the tower you know they sat there and watched him and watched him and watched him had multiple leaders come in and confirm oh yeah that fits the description yep. okay can we take him out no <clears throat> no like, we have rules of engagement yeah. come on and the rules of engagement kept getting lessened and lessened and lessened and lessened and uh finally like he said um at one point he like left or slept for a little bit or something woke up and the the distance between the edge of the people and the tower they had let that distance go so there's people all around where they're at and he like went down to help somebody and got blown up 
he, he like lost an arm he lost a leg he still got a bunch of like he was hit by like 150 ball bearings and uh anyway and like Dude. nobody cared that that stuff's brutal nobody cared yeah. like he you know yeah. like babies were i'm sure you've yeah. heard that they were throwing babies over yeah. the fence to try to get them out of oh, there yeah. and nobody cared no one gives a crap yep nobody nobody cares it's so weird now i heard someone the other day talked about how that was trump's fault said mm-hmm. um that he had planned on taking everybody out so it was his plan and i actually don't know like i'm not yeah. saying this for or against because if if it is that way like i'm willing to talk about all the bad things that trump has done like banning bump stocks mm-hmm. that was a bad deal mm-hmm. like that's a no-no mm-hmm. um that it was all his idea to to get everybody out which actually goes a lot along with you know him you know he goes i don't want war which is awesome. He didn't put us in any new wars. Right. That's amazing. And actually went and met with the yes. dictators. Yeah. Like he went to North crazy. Korea. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what that meant, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has well, cojones, man. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a minute. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to know how that all went down because we did not do that right. And I want to know who is to blame. And we should actually blame them. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's hard to, for me. It's hard to believe that it's, and and like you say, maybe it was Trump's plan or whatever. But it's hard for me to believe that because you have other events that were the responsibility of Democratic leaders that yeah. are eerily similar. For like sure. look at Benghazi. Oh jeez. Like, disregard. Oh man. You know, for our people over yep. there and everything. Like and she and jokes it, about it. Care. Yeah, it's like Hillary it's, jokes about it. Yeah, it's like they. We don't matter to any of these no. people. No, no. And so it's interest. It's sad to see so many people arguing for this side or that side yep. because they could give they could give a crap. Yeah. I honestly do believe with Trump, and I honestly have never really been much of a Trump supporter. I think that with the state that we're in right now, we need a leader like that. Yeah. Um, but just when you see his interaction with people, he seems there again. He seems very genuine and concerned I agree for people yep. you know I've heard people say like Trump doesn't give a crap about this and that and you and and I'm like I feel the opposite mm-hmm. I don't think he gives a crap about people that are against him <laughs> you know like yeah he said it like you'll only be my enemy for so long like okay that's a little scary but he is very genuine with everyone who works for him loves that guy mm-hmm. like if you actually have personal interactions with trump you have nothing bad to say about him well, but the media sure has a lot of bad to say well about look him. at the like the uh conversations about him and stuff prior to him running for president yeah like you had whole <clears throat> communities of minorities that loved him because yeah. he came in and helped build up their communities yeah. and you know put yeah. in nice apartment buildings or whatever he did i don't know but I know that there's a lot of that kind of information out there where yeah. there's a lot of people that really liked the work that he did. Yeah. So, anyway. He does so much humanitarian type stuff with his money. and. Did you hear the, this was, a, I've heard this a long, long time ago, but wasn't there like some Marines that couldn't get a flight somewhere? And so he sent his private jet to, like, he like somehow met these guys and they're like, oh, we're just waiting for a flight or whatever, you know. So he, like, loaded them up in his plane. and Doesn't surprise me. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, like, because you hear stories like that. There was one, someone brought it up about him paying off somebody's mortgage. 
Um, it was something along the lines, I'll butcher the story, but it was like he was his driver's car broke down or something. And this is earlier on in his career. So he ended up getting a taxi to take a taxi somewhere. But the people that were in the taxi already had it and they gave it up for him to go take. Oh, uh-huh. he got their names and paid off their mortgage. Huh. And, you know, there's a video of them being like, hey, now, now, did his campaign pay those people to say yeah. that? I don't know. Right. I, I would hope not. Right. But do you ever hear a story about Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Chuck mm. Schumer or pencil neck Adam mm. Schiff or any of those guys no, doing anything? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not going to pay off someone's mortgage. They're going to up the interest rates. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. This one says that story is false which one the, about the mortgage uh about the plane but and it totally could be wait I mean, but then but, you also don't i don't trust anything on there yeah i don't trust it if it says the earth is flat i don't trust yeah. it if it says the <laughs> yeah. earth is round did you listen to the most recent either of you guys to the most recent uh well it wouldn't be the most recent but the joe rogan where it was uh patrick bet david you know yeah i listened is? to that podcast yeah so him grilling joe on having trump on was hilarious. Did you like how he's like, you have to yeah. interview this guy yep. and like totally making a case. I thought that was awesome. That was one of my favorite podcasts that, that I've listened to in a while. That's cool. He was, he was good. I, I like that guy. I love how Joe's willing to have people like that on. And if he's willing to have him on, he needs to be willing to have Trump on. Yeah. It would you know? be an awesome conversation. Yeah. I hope that that kind of got his wheels turning a little bit. Yeah. Because he on. made a good case for it. Yeah. And didn't Joe say that Trump's tried to come on the podcast. I, I can't remember. I, can't remember I don't know if it was that on that or... Patrick D- Bet David one, but I'm pretty sure Joe has said, yeah, they've they've their campaign has reached out, reached out. Hmm. But I don't know what's true. I like his I like his uh, approach. That's like, okay, look, you're the biggest podcast ever. Yeah, and you didn't <clears throat> interview the most. Um, what would the word be? Controversial person ever. Yeah, like you know. It's a pretty good argument. I agree. It would be, I think it would be very interesting. I I think Joe knows that a lot of people would come away from an interview with Trump liking him. Yeah. And that scares him and he doesn't want to help him, which he said that yeah. before. But, yeah. Which is interesting. He's it's willing like, to okay, help Bernie Sanders. You know that that's going to help him. So you already know that yeah. it's going to be a pleasurable interview. You know, For sure. probably a good interview. Why wouldn't you do that anyway? So, you know how my wheels turn with all of it? Like, I texted you during Oppenheimer the other day. I was yeah. like, what are the possibilities of, like, this not even being real? So, my, my mind is always turning. So, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Post Malone the other day. Mm. It's like a four-hour podcast. Mm. Pretty good podcast. But there was one point in it where they started joking around about calling Satan and, like, calling up Satan... To, to talk with them. Hmm. And it was just so weird that they were like, kind of almost with each other, like, oh yeah, we, you know, call up Satan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. what we do, we call him up. And you're like, this like is the really Illuminati weird. symbols and stuff? Well. Or I mean like. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Like, yes, yeah. yep, exactly. And I, it just hit me kind of like, ooh, Joe used to be a big conspiracy theorist. You know, he didn't believe that the earth was, or he didn't believe that we went to the moon for a while and, you know, some different things. He's really kind of like changed his mind on a lot of that stuff. Like he'll, he'll make fun of flat earthers. He'll make fun of people that think that we 
went to the moon mm-hmm. or the thing that we didn't go to the moon. But then it's like, or have you been bought? Are you now bought and paid for? Mm-hmm. You know, if you can say, well, I don't want to have Trump on. Well, is that because you don't want to have Trump on or you're told not to have Trump on? Mm-hmm. And they make it seem all like, well, Spotify gives me a lot of latitude. And I can do whatever I want. And Spotify doesn't censor anybody that's on here. But it, Spotify easily could have been like, Joe, this can't be in writing, but you never bring Trump on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. I just don't trust anything anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think you get that big at that level without someone yeah. pulling, you know, someone at the end of the day <clears throat> is writing a check for him. And yeah. they say, you're going to do it this way or you disappear tomorrow. Mark Zuckerberg did not become Mark Zuckerberg on his own. Yeah. He just didn't. I would like to see him fight Elon Musk. <laughs> not because I think it's a legit fight. I think it's all about publicity. Uh-huh. But I want to see it happen. Because you've got... Elon Musk that's training with, um, who's the really smart MIT guy? Uh, is he actually training? Yes. He, he is training. But he's training. not posting it mm. like Mark Zuckerberg is posting it. Mm. So Mark Zuckerberg just came, became a blue belt in jiu-jitsu, which is a very, that's awesome. Like, that's two years of pretty hard, solid training, and you, you know about 80% of jiu-jitsu at that mm. point. You don't know how to use that 80%, but you know 80%. I think Elon is still a white belt, but we don't really know. Like, yeah. he could be training every single day with, who is this guy? He runs a podcast. He's been on Joe Rogan several times. He uh, St. Pierre? No, no. But yeah. he's been training with this guy and I believe John Donaher, which John Donaher is probably like arguably one of the best jiu-jitsu coaches in the world right now. Mm-hmm. He's coaching like Gordon Ryan and and the the Donaher Death Squad, like the best jiu-jitsu in the world. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if he's training with that, I want to I want to see this fight. Mm-hmm. But I also want the fight to be 100% charity based. Like who are we going to pick and none of this money goes to the actual foundation it all goes to the people that it's supposed to go to right and let's charge big money for these tickets let's make it happen they could they could have they could get a billion dollars in this Mm -hmm. they could get a billion dollars from having these two billionaires go head to head and that could all go to a good cause Mm -hmm. will they do that no yeah i don't know if elon will ever actually do it from what i've heard because apparently uh like you said uh um, Zuckerberg is like legit. He trains and he does that stuff. But Elon, I think he's just doing it for pu- publicity because that's good publicity. I wouldn't put it past that guy that he has a Neuralink in his mind that would make him better at jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's why he's postponing the fight because like, he hasn't gotten that Im- implanted yet. <laughs> hasn't he said, though, that it's all for charity? I hope like so. Elon, I don't know. I think Elon said that. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. You know. I would. I think that's the I, reason behind it. I'd take on some side jobs <laughs> to <laughs> to pay big money to go to that fight. Like, I might take out a loan to go to that fight. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool. Yeah. I saw a tweet. Cool They're like, sure. come on. I want to see two 50-year-olds hugging each other for 25 minutes. Let's see this. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some rule sets that have kind of changed in, in jiu-jitsu and MMA. Sorry, in MMA. Uh, that keep it faster paced. You know, you can't be on the ground too long or you yeah. can't be stagnant for too long. Hmm. So, I mean, there's things that they could do to, to spice it up. But actually, I'd just like to see a straight-up jiu-jitsu match. Hmm. Even though it's boring to most people, me, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's working in on this little thing over there. He's going to try to... Yeah. Hmm. 
Yep. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of uh, the two whistleblowers for the UFO Commission. Have you seen that? The two guys that have come out. I've from seen the UAP Commission. So I think I don't know if these are the same ones, but there's a couple of those guys on that podcast I was talking about uh-huh. did testify in in uh, in con- for Congress. Yeah. So, but I don't know exactly which ones you're talking about but yeah there's two like main guys that have come out and they're like we're gonna go before congress and we're gonna talk about that how there's ufos and we we know people that have personally seen them but then they go before congress and they're like yeah you know people have there's this mysterious uh group of uh or division in the government that has no oversight and they anytime anything alien related happens they go and they clean it up Hmm. but there's like i don't know i thought it was super interesting but I think those guys would end up dead if they were really onto something. So I wonder if they're being fed information and, hey, go before Congress and say this because it's real. And these two guys are kind of just too dumb to realize that they're pawns. But have you ever listened to? Is it Greer? Michael Greer? Is that Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. That's yeah. it. So he like. Have you ever listened to him? Have you ever is heard that of the pilot? No. no. So that's David Fra- Fraber. Is that yeah. his name? Yeah. Um, but this guy supposedly he has like some documentaries and stuff which are just uh like documenting uh extraterrestrial contact that they've done uh-huh. like he actually goes around and does I'm trying to think what he calls it um can't remember but they, they he, almost uh, summon them yeah, yeah he does yeah and like he's studied it for a long long time but he also, because of his involvement in doing it and stuff, has come in contact with people in the government hmm. and, I guess, had a lot of, like, gained a lot of knowledge about that and stuff. And he, in one of his interviews that I talked to, he or listened to, he talks about that, how there's multiple black budget programs that hmm. even, like, the president doesn't know about. Yeah. And, you know, having to do with that stuff and other stuff. Like he said, there's hundreds of them, hmm. supposedly, that hundreds of, of uh, programs yeah. that, that they run. Anyway, it's they kind have of super crazy. top well, clearance and all that stuff. If the Pentagon's missing $2 trillion in 2001, mm-hmm. now what is that today? Well, it's probably doubled, you know, four, five trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, where, where does that money go? Well, it goes to these black ops operations. This It goes to stuff that we can't know what it is. We lost it. You lost it? Well, we also lost $2 trillion. We don't know where it went in COVID. What? You don't know where that money went? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you wanted to get even a stimulus check, like you had to pretty much provide everything. Yeah. So you can't tell me you don't know where that money went. You just made sure that it went where you wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't say that that was a $9,000 toilet anymore. Like because people have social media, so they can hey, this is a, look at this government paper, nine thousand dollar toilet. That sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, we lost it. Sorry, you trust us, okay? We just lost it. Yeah. Just trust us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're the government. We're here to, here to help. We are the government. We're here to help. Yeah. Didn't Ronald Reagan say that? <laughs> the eight worst words. Yeah. But like, even if it's black, you know, if it's a black ops thing, then you don't even have to show that with the balance you know yeah, i mean it's exactly but he talks a lot about it like he met with specific people that you know had access to that and had access to multiple ones and i don't know it's interesting yeah and that's funny because they did like the men in black show you know movie yeah 
and apparently like back in like the 50s and 60s there were men in black that showed up and like you talked about aliens they'd take care of it but now when you google that the only thing that pops up is the movie so yeah. it's like hmm. seems interesting same with world trade center building really five. five no i I think that's, do you remember, so we watched that, that was a big thing, mm -hmm. that, that documentary and that website and the petition, there was like, I don't know, 8,000 architects and engineers that had signed this petition that we need to investigate 9-11 again. So we found that, we watched a bunch of documentaries and stuff, and then almost three years later, you had texted me like, hey, where is that? I'm like, oh, I'll go find it, no mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. I had a yeah. really tough time finding it. Well, why? It's not because it's lost popularity. Mm -hmm. Google's just pushing it down and pushing it down and pushing it down. I had to go to DuckDuckGo to, to find oh, it. Oh, get it to come up? Yeah. Hmm. And I don't even trust DuckDuckGo. Like, I think that's just a false operation as well. Like, hey, let's make them think that we're not selling that data. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It is crazy. Wild stuff. Everyone should look into Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> what is that? Good. So he did, uh, he was on that. candidate that uh patrick bet david he was on his podcast and i guess somebody sent it to me so i guess it's a decent podcast cool. that would be a good one to listen to he just has some very very good ideas he's very much free market um capitalism why that's important low taxes he says straight up it's already in my plan the fbi gets abolished and the cia gets diminished and he's got all these government agencies, including the IRS, hmm. that gets cut back by like 80% across the board right in the beginning. He's like, this has so much fluff in it. It's, it's so ridiculous how much money we're spending on these agencies that hurt us. Mm -hmm. You're like, I like this guy. Well, yeah, right there, though. Yep. Sorry. Yep. It, he's never going to get it. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he's never going to get it. Did you have you guys heard that uh, that uh, Oliver Anthony music no. that's come out? Hmm. So he's like, uh, you might, maybe you'd seen it, but there's music clips of him on uh, like Instagram and stuff. But he sings about like, um, is he the rapper? No, no. he's like a bluegrass. Oh, like the red haired guy. Yeah, that guy. He's so good. Like his. His songs are yeah. like he has five songs in the top ten right now. That's awesome. And it was overnight, like nobody mm. knew him a, a week ago, and like until Joe Rogan talked until about him. Joe no, Joe Rogan posted his thing, and he. But it's like, oh, his music. It's like exactly what everybody's feeling right now. Yeah. You know, wonder if I could find it. Yeah, it's quick. so genuine, hmm. and even like people that are doing okay money wise are still feeling this crap. Like, there was a poll done, and it was taking um, upper class, middle class, and lower class and how they're all feeling about the economy right now. Everyone feels the same. Mm -hmm. They're all getting hurt in different ways. So if you're lower class that's, you know, historically lower income laborers mm -hmm. sort of thing, they feel like they're not making enough money. Middle class feels like they're getting taxed out of money, which they are. And upper class is having a tough time finding the people to run their businesses to... You're like, yeah, everyone feels the same. We all feel like crap. Well, and I think, too, it's just the <clears throat> utter disregard for for any, you know. Yeah. Like, even if you have a lot of money, you see what's going on in the Afghanistan thing. Yep. Or you see what, you know, I mean, there's just total disregard for anything decent. But, yeah, so I think that's why his music 
hit home with so many people. Have you heard it? Like talking uh-uh. about. Yeah, well you, I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if that like gets copyright laws or whatever, but I, I mean, we're we're listening to it on Spotify and it's free and you, everyone should go listen to it. tells you a lot yeah when that kind of a song yeah blows up within like like literally nobody knew who yeah. he was a week ago yeah you know and then when a song gives you chills three <laughs> different times during the song and you've listened to it mm. 10 times it's like mm-hmm. oh that might mean something mm-hmm. i think he's like being uh, i saw some headlines and stuff where there's like obviously it's liberal garbage whatever but calling him out for being like 
a bigot against obese people <laughs> and like and other stuff. It's like uh, they try to find any little way that yeah. they can twist stuff, you know. Yeah. Like you called some people fat. Yeah, it's why well, that stuff works too. Mm-hmm. Like people are. That's it, it's so sad nowadays. Like everyone's glued to their phone. It's already pre-algorithmed with what you want to hear. And then they push stuff like that, like, hey, did you know this guy's racist? Oh, who? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all ready to go. Um, so Andrew Tate. I know that is a buzzword, <laughs> scary word on the internet, Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. My kids have asked me about Andrew Tate. Yeah, mine have like, too. Well, yeah, I've listened to him. You know, He's got some stuff that I really agree with, and he's got some other stuff that I think is a little bit out there. Mm. Well, I heard that he's a racist. Mm. Oh, that's what you heard. Mm. By who? Well, a kid in my school. Your kid... A kid at your school is telling you that they've studied Andrew Tate and they believe that he's a racist in all of their analysis that they've done to this guy. No, they've heard it somewhere online and it just gets perpetuated down the line mm-hmm. to Andrew Tate is so bad. Well, I heard he was a child trafficker. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what he's getting charged for. Doesn't mean that that's what he is. Like, we yeah. just, we. They're not now. They're guilty until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just. It's, what uh, color Bugatti do you drive? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the guy that he's like? I just go into a dealership and I pick out three cars and they get delivered to my house. I don't even see them. Is it? Is it's that probably. Guy? It's probably him. Yeah, he's like okay. But then you know, that gets blown up. Like, well, he's an idiot. He buys these cars for you know millions of dollars and then you hear him talk about his cars and he's like i buy a car i drive it for three years and i sell it for more money than i bought it for yeah. that's what these luxury cars are you're buying a honda civic and you're pissed at your high interest rate <laughs> okay well you're right is he the one that got all his money from some porn the webcam girls yeah so he's no. not saying it's great <laughs> no i'm not saying but yeah yeah i was just wondering because i think i've i've seen him but i couldn't remember if that yeah. Who he so was exactly, but I listened to an interview with him and he explained all of that and he's just like, "Well, look, I had some friends that were girls and they were doing stuff out on their own. They were unprotected. They were It's weird. It's like a weird morality, right? Uh, because he's justifying it in his mind by going, "Hey, I was giving these girls a better life." Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like I'm that's not my world. But he has morality there. He's just trying to justify it. It's like that uh, soft white underbelly, Mm -hmm. that podcast. Mm -hmm. I listened to one with a brothel owner. He's like, well, I would only let girls work for me for a year or a year and a half, and only if they needed money for a good cause. Mm. And you're like, interesting. they have a level of morality. It's just Mm -hmm. maybe very different than my level of morality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, he he said it. He's like, I've had girls that want to continue to work longer. And I'm like, well, you had your goal of paying your house off because you're a single mother. Have you paid your house off? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're done working for me. Hmm. Well, but no, but I want it. Then you're not, then you're not doing it with me. Yeah. It's a really interesting uh, world. Mm. It's a very weird world. Mm. I mean, I guess it's better than having some island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's probably like, okay, if they have a goal, they're going to work harder. Yeah. Or if they don't have a goal anymore, <laughs> he knows the power a of a positive mindset. And so I don't want them around anymore. Yeah. It's interesting. It's so hard. Anymore, that line is getting so blurred, too. Oh, man. You know, you OnlyFans and stuff. At, yeah. You yeah. look at, you can see how people could get caught in that trap. Like, you see, 
I think it was on Joe Rogan. They looked at the top earners for OnlyFans. It's like twenty million dollars a month was the top the top earner. Well, and and, a, and even like Joe Schmo, lady down the street is yeah. making like a million dollars a month. Yeah, and so you could see how people could very easily justify that in their mind and say, well, I can. It's a good thing I'm not a know. girl because I would. Uh... Dude, you don't have to be a girl. <laughs> AI exists now. Yeah, you can right. find me at OnlyFans at Tylerina Toes. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Did you see the reel of the lady that bought her mom a car from selling her her? So she had secretly been taking pictures of her mom's feet <laughs> and selling them on feet finder. Is it foot finder? Is that what it is? But then, like after a certain amount of time, she had earned enough money to buy her mom a car. That and so she great. like has a reel of like, hey mom, this is your car. And the mom's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I've been selling your feet on feet, <laughs> pictures of your feet and bought this car. Like, yeah, have, have some killer feet. I don't know. I guess. And in the world we live in, the grandma's pr- or the mom's probably going to sue her daughter and make a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do you hear about this uh, blind blind side? Uh, what's that movie? Um, oh, yeah, it's called Blindside. Yeah, yeah Blindside. Blindside. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. This is messed up. So the kid, like Michael something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michael. Mm-hmm. They took him out of the hood. Yeah. They helped him. Mm-hmm. Gave him a great life. Mm-hmm. And he got into making decent money off football, right? Yeah, he like, went He went to college. He and, went to college and then played in the NFL. Okay, He yeah. played for, uh, I'm trying to think who he played for, but yeah. Suing his parents. Because apparently it wasn't a full adoption. It was like a conscription or something like that. So they still were his guardians. They took care of him. They had to pay for everything. But they were never his legal parents, I guess. I don't know how this all works. Mm-hmm. Well, he's suing them for it now. You're like, you ungrace- ungrateful piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That's sad. People are people. So I don't care any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're, we're people. Mm-hmm. I think he's an ungrateful piece of crap. Mm-hmm. I just, and I don't know the story. I don't know anything. Maybe they were abusive to him or something and it's bad. Maybe it all is bad and he should sue him. Yeah. But from the outside, like, I'm so tired of en- entitled pieces of crap. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Or just lawyers in general. Well, the only people that win are the attorneys. It's true. And there's some, there's, some great, there's some great people. I mean, that's the thing. People are great. It's the systems that suck. That's Our system's so messed up, too. Like, I look at the uh, locally, well, not locally. It's been all over the place. But, like, the Lori Vallow stuff. Yeah. Like, and I haven't followed it very much, but obviously she got charged. There's overwhelming evidence that she, you know, killed her kids and stuff. Well, like, then she appeals it. And yeah. so then it goes into all this other stuff. How many, so here's a lady that lived in Arizona for most of her life, has never been to Idaho. I don't yeah. think, hard, you know, maybe visited or whatever. Well, she moves from Arizona to Idaho, lives here for a couple months, commits this terrible crime, and now it's our taxpayer dollars oh, yeah. that's paying for all these millions of dollars of investigations and court fees. Yeah. Like what? The, and then now it's like appeal after appeal yeah. and, you know, like a mental health, whatever, you know, and all this stuff. And I'm like, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. I don't want to pay for this no. stuff. Like Fremont County has been saving up for years to build a new stadium, like a new rodeo stadium, a new mm-hmm. fairground, like fairgrounds. new fairgrounds. Yeah. They can't do it now. All that money just went to Daybells. 
It's like this crazy. is absolutely pathetic. Like, I'm sorry, but if those people, if there's overwhelming evidence, we don't need them here. No. We don't need to be. I'll bet. I remember hearing. I can't remember how long it was ago. It was. But, I mean, it was years ago. And the average cost per year to house an inmate was $70,000 a year. Mm. So I'm sure it's yeah. probably at least double that. Oh, yeah. So we're paying 150 so We're paying more than the average wage of people in Idaho by, like, triple. Yeah. To house her in a jail. Yeah. Like, what the crap are we doing? Like, I agree. Put them in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like. Yeah. Well, you got to be, be humane about it. Oh, humane like when she killed her kids. Yeah, well, why, if you weren't humane about it, then people might not commit crimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. our jail system is so messed up that it actually that it actually makes people worse. Being, yeah. Like, there's studies where people that get out of prison are worse because it's like a, a crime school. Yeah. You know, you're better off keeping people, which this is another problem, is like, with pedophiles and stuff you're better off keeping them outside of the jail and keeping them on probation or whatever they are than putting them in jail because they get worse off in jail you know like it's just it's so it's crazy i don't know yeah two plus two doesn't equal four Maybe if there's a portal or maybe on it Skinwalker Ranch, we just stuff all these people in the <laughs> Yeah. Let, yeah like the, let the other place deal with them. Can we that choose is. that they go to hell? <laughs> Port, find that portal to Hades and with the cat that that giant's holding. Because <laughs> cats are definitely of the devil. So throw them in with the cats. Uh, yeah. Wild. That's crazy stuff. Yeah. But I really do think, like, in all of this, yeah. right? Because they, someone could pull a snippet out of this and be like, Wow, he's racist because he talked about Michael. Mm. No, well, which Michael? Huh? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. We're talking big Peter Mike. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are good. In general, people are good. Our systems and authority and governments that are not for the people and of the people and by the people, like those are the problem. Yeah. The problem isn't people individually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, honestly, like. Obama's probably started out as good people. And then as corruption and power and, I mean, he left office worth like $30 million. And he came into office with a net worth of like 250000 something like that. Like, tell me that that is not major corruption. He probably didn't enter corrupt. The system corrupted him. You've got stake president Idaho representatives that end up putting their foot under the dude's door, you know, at, at at Washington DC so that they can find a dude to go make out with. And you know, you look at it and you're like, dude, you were a state president. Mm-hmm. Like what has happened to you? Well, what happened to him was government. Yeah. Power, power, corruption. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, it's funny that you say that. Cause even my buddy uh, here in town, he's like, Hey, I want to like get into local government because if I could just have, we'll just say his last name is Johnson, his job, <laughs> uh, He's like, I could go in there. I could do amazing stuff to develop Rexburg. It would be amazing. I'm like, it wouldn't work that way because you would get in, and then do you think everyone else that's in government would see you doing a great job and be like, yeah, Thomas is killing it. That's that's awesome. Let's keep him going. They're going to be like, okay, well, you need to stop doing that because you're making us look bad. Yeah. So they're, they're going to ruin him. He'd be in government for five or ten years, and then eventually he'd be just like everyone else there because mm. no one wants, you know, you have those uh, – the A, B, and C type of workers, and most government are those 
B or C type workers. They don't want an A uh, mm-hmm. worker showing up and making them look bad. So you can't go into the system and fix it. It's it's just broken. You'd have to wipe out everything and start over. Yeah. So. Have you guys heard of Eli Crane? So he's an ex-Navy SEAL. He started the company Bottle Breacher. I think we oh, talked about yeah, that a little yeah. bit. Um, so he is a, I think, representative um, for Arizona, like in Washington, D.C. He just got elected there. He was on, I think he was on the Sean Ryan show. <laughs> so You really like the Sean Ryan. <laughs> dude, like, I seriously, I've never listened to it until like a month ago. Yeah. And then I've like binge listened to the last half a dozen of them. They're good. That's awesome. But I think also... Um, How are you earning any money right now? You're binge watching Netflix or uh, Skin Watcher. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I need, what do you do uh, for yeah, a living? I need to do that. Tell you. I'm kidding. Um, they, uh, so he interviews this guy, which it got taken down from YouTube. Doesn't surprise that. me. Yeah. Um, and censored other places too, actually. But uh, so he asks him that. He's like, so, like, how is it there you know or how do people get corrupt or you know just kind of over in general and he said like the minute you get elected it's like oh hey or actually when you're running it's like oh hey let us donate a bunch of money to your uh campaign yeah oh okay you know then as soon as you get done oh hey we we uh, donate a bunch of money to your campaign so you need to do this for us you know yeah or it's like he said a lot of guys too it's like they go there with the intent of if i could just get in there then i could do a bunch of good stuff you know yeah and then you go you get in there and you figure out well i can't really do anything unless if i'm the leader of this yeah this you know whatever it is and so in order to become the leader of it well i've got to do all these favors i gotta play that game but it's worth it because as long as i get in that position then I could do a whole bunch of good stuff, you know? And it just starts a whole big chain of events that just, you end up in a place completely different than when, yeah. You, yeah. when you intended to be. Or politicians just suck. Because even Trump even, like, he had all these promises. I'm gonna lock Hillary up. I'm gonna do this. Uh, the swamp, I'm going after the swamp. Who was gone after? Well, but he had to run a second term, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's gotta, he's gotta get, get in the second term, so he's gotta get reelected. Well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I want to believe. Like, I just I just think I have no trust yeah. in anybody anymore. <laughs> I do think after all this is said, though, like, this has been kind of a negative podcast. Not ne- necessarily negative. Yeah. But uh, just highlighting a lot of problems. Like, as we've talked in the past, that's exactly the reason why you have to go out and take advantage of opportunities that benefit yourself personally. Totally. You know, get out of the system as much as you can. Yeah. You know, if you have a job where a boss is telling you what to do or what, um, you know, kind of views you have to have and stuff, then you're compromising your own liberty and integrity. So go out, take advantage. There's more opportunities now than there ever has been. Yeah. You know, and so go out, take advantage of those opportunities, and then you can, you know, have the same views and beliefs that you want, and you can start being uh, self-reliant and and sovereign, I guess, really, you know, I mean. Well, and I think we know who wins in the end, you know. Yeah. It's written. We know. Mm -hmm. We know who wins in the end. It's just going to get a little bit ugly before good wins. Yeah. And the uglier it gets, probably the uglier bad falls so mm-hmm. i don't know 
We need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Can he just run for the next president? I know, right? Spot. Next on the bill, Jesus, or is it Jesus? That would See, be great. But now I'm going to have a problem because if he really does come, I'm going to be like, that's Project Bluebeam. Don't listen <laughs> right. to that. Right. <laughs> oh, nothing's real anymore. Yeah. Well, really, it's kind of not. Yeah. Like, there's this book called everything you know is wrong and you're reading it and it's just all these fallacies and you're like yeah we don't know anything we really don't know anything at all we don't know anything about government we don't know anything about history we don't know anything about psychology like we don't know anything and the more we learn the more we know that we don't know the theory of relativity was just proven wrong like wait what relativity is not a thing real? anymore yeah relativity is <laughs> not real well not according to the people who just won the nobel prize hmm. so Yep, reality doesn't exist. And the theory of relativity doesn't work. Doesn't work with quantum mechanics that they've now found. I, I don't know. I just don't, you can't believe anything. Mm -hmm. Totally. But we should have a positive outlook on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but do your best. Yeah. And like, for effort. don't believe anything mm -hmm. that we say. Don't believe anything that joe biden says don't believe anything that trump says find out the truth for yourself like we can't do this we even had I have this really good friend and he's like well i listen to this political person and honestly like i trust him i'll just do whatever he says hmm. like no no mm -hmm. not cool mm -hmm. like i can't even believe that you just said that yeah go back listen to that guy now go debunk everything that that guy says y you might not be able to hopefully you can't debunk any of it but try that's why like, I'm very open to saying Trump did some crappy stuff. Mm -hmm. That bump stock thing, I lost a lot of faith in that guy. I don't care that he tweeted mean tweets. Like I, That doesn't matter to me. It's very shallow for me to be like, I, I hate that guy. I wouldn't vote for him for president because he tweeted a mean thing. <laughs> no, I want our president to be a little bit mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if there's a fault, I, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. For sure. Or I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, you see someone like Putin that is probably one of the worst people ever. I, I don't know him. I don't know his history. But Or, or is he? Yeah, the media's <laughs> told not. us that. Maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe it's just uh, propaganda saying this guy's evil, but like I think he gets stuff done for his people, maybe. I don't know. But I think at the end of the day, you want a leader that's like, I don't want to mess with that guy yeah. because he's, you know, hopefully he's looking after you and yours. And then he goes out and uh, goes to other countries and is like, I don't want to be on his bad side. For sure. But. Well, but Trump's going to have access to the nuclear codes. <laughs> That's scary. That unstable man. Oh, what about, are we talking about Joe Biden? <laughs> which one's a little more unstable? Like, which one do I trust with a nuclear code more? When he thinks it's his code to get more ice cream? <laughs> oh, I launched a nuclear. No. <laughs> Dude, it's wild. There was a a stretch for like three months that that was on the news every month like he got this flavor ice cream today you're like what am i watching yeah why are we doing this again we've already done this at least twice trump committed treason biden loves ice cream <laughs> what breaking news he loves puppies too you're like what, what is this but fauci doesn't <laughs> fauci hates those things it's so he great. tortures beagles yeah oh. yeah is he out no Nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing happens to anybody. Yeah. I'm going to lock up Hillary. Oh, did you? No. Nothing's going to happen to anyone. I'm going to, if I'm voted again, I'm going to, I'm going to go after Hunter. 
No, you didn't. You knew about Burisma well before the election. You never went after him. You couldn't do anything. And yeah. and now on the flip side, you've got the Democrat Party going after Trump, but they actually might get somewhere with it. Like before, it was like, nah, no one's going to lock anybody up. Nothing's going to happen with anybody. Well, now it's like, oh, crap. Maybe. We're in a banana republic. Like It mm-hmm. might just happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's crazy. Moral of the story, though, like, do, do what you're told. <laughs> do what you're told. Don't Just ask questions. Don't ask questions. Don't question anything. Blindly follow, and it'll all work out. Amen. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Mm. Uh, I like what you said, though. Keeping mm. it positive. Yeah, it's hard to do, but got to do it. Yeah. It's good to be aware. Like, I hope that everything that we talked about today is wrong. I hope that Skinwalker Ranch is just a big hoax on TV. It does seem weird that some guy with a lot of money is like, I I don't want uh, to go out and buy this land, first of all. It's like, oh, I just want to debunk it. You're like, man, you spend a lot of money and you'd make a lot more money if it was well, proven right. Well, it's kind of interesting, though, listening to him because he, he didn't set out to buy it. The guy that uh, had bought it from from a ranching family was a billionaire from Las Vegas that was... Um, interested in aerospace, like owned an aerospace company, mm. and so wanted it to study phenomena. Uh-huh. And then he like approached the current owner. Like he didn't just like say, "Hey, I've got this cool alien property," and set it out for the highest bidder. Yeah, it was kind of like a hush hush. Hey, like I'm kind of selecting you as a good steward of this kind of thing. Mm. And then uh, like just listening to him, like he, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's all a show, but he, like, he said everything he makes off of that, it either goes to charity or to um, making, like, doing stuff on the ranch to try to figure out what's going on there. Um, So he doesn't pocket any of the money personally, but he pays for it personally, you know, um, the stuff. And I don't know. Yeah. He's LDS. Not not that this, not that being LDS matters but he like returned missionary huh. clean cut guy like so is Larry Kerbo yeah I know that's what I'm like anymore that doesn't really mean anything unfortunately no. which is sad to say but just but yeah, listening I, I to his interview yeah. I'm like yeah. he's pretty credible and believable guy huh. yeah like, I'll have to check it out it was inter- it, really interesting listening to him he was he seemed pretty cool. down to earth because I think I saw one of them and they were flying they were flying a bunch of drones because I think there was uh some kind of um, detection device on all the drones and then they flew them up and then one drone like took off and they're like that was super weird because they're all programmed the same uh-huh. but one they all I think like 10 of them went up and then one took off and then they saw a weird light like shoot into the ground or something I don't hmm. know I'll have to go back and rewatch it but I honestly never would like if I would have watched an episode I would have been like alright this is dumb these guys are just whatever you know like uh, the ghost hunter things or yeah. the Sasquatch guys but after listening to his interview backstory of it, then I was like, okay, like, this is interesting. What's wrong cool. with the Sasquatch guys? So. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck? I watch it all yeah. the time. <laughs> I eat all this stuff up. <laughs> well, we did find out that Pawn Stars is a load of crap. Yeah. But, is the whole thing staged? Uh, I don't think it really was in the beginning, but uh-huh. then they started running out of stuff. So we worked with a guy at the fire department whose dad does gliders uh-huh. and they had approached him about somebody bringing a glider and then he would fix it up 
So he had an old glider and he had a new fixed up glider and it was all, it was all crap. They came in with this fake one or the, the one that wasn't repaired. He gave him a quote on what it would be to be repaired. Then he just brought the other glider and he's like, I repaired it. And it was all crap. It was all, all staged. Or like they find people that have cool stuff and say, Hey, bring it in and we'll act like we bought it. Yeah. Kind of stuff like that. And if you go into the actual pawn stores, pawn star, pawn shop there, uh-huh. Um, it's very underwhelming. Really? Like their cool stuff is probably in something the size of this room. Uh-huh. Everything else is just like memorabilia and Las Vegas, buy your Las Vegas stuff from Pawn Star sort of thing. Hmm. Like there was very little that was cool yeah. in that store. I saw an episode and some guy brought in this like chunk of silver. It was like a huge brick. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, is this real? And they're like, yep, that's worth, it was like $15 million. And they're like, I don't think some guy would just casually walk in with a giant $15 million brick of silver. It's kind of yeah. weird. So. Well, and then they become experts immediately. They're like, well, that chunk of silver looks like it was mined <laughs> in Uganda. And <laughs> like, okay. Speaking uh, of Sasquatch, though. Yeah. Find him? You guys. No, have you guys had like, maybe this is a, maybe this is a subject for another podcast. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we we're to... only two and a half hours in. Two and a half hours? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, it's 5.30. <laughs> Holy smokes. Maybe we better do it another day. But, like, have you guys heard, like, any of the stories around or had people, like, here? tell you stuff? Yeah. Local lore? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Have you had any, like, anybody close to you seen anything? Like, hmm. I have not. Interesting. But... I, I'll, I'll sounds you like you one. do. I, it was probably Sasquatch that I ran into. So one time, mm-hmm. I was riding my mountain bike up in Kelly Canyon, and I was going down, and I was going fast. I was probably going 25 or 30, so on a mountain bike, that's pretty fast. And something next to me, I just hear uh, branches breaking, and it's keeping up with me, and these things are breaking, and I was too freaked out to turn around. So it was probably, hmm. it was probably Sasquatch. Interesting. So I was like, it wouldn't I mean, be a cow. That's what I thought of at first, but it was keeping up with me. It was mm. a grizzly. So it's like something big, and it's moving kind of towards me. Because mm. I was going, and I heard things breaking next to me for like three or four seconds. But Could it mm. have been a cougar? Like a mountain lion? It was big. Quiet. It was big big enough that it was breaking branches. An elk, maybe? Maybe an elk. Elk? Something can big. can be kind of noisy sometimes. Mm. But Those yeah, killer elk. Out. The killer elk. <laughs> the ones that the storm sharp. after you on a mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, that's my only experience with Sasquatch, so. Yeah. Yeah, there is people around that have seen stuff. That yeah. are people that, when I've heard, I haven't heard it directly from these people, but I've heard pretty sec- pretty credible secondhand. Well, so there's two things that, I, that were firsthand. So when I was growing up, my little brother came, I remember, like, he was probably, I don't even know, nine or ten or something and just came zipping into i grew up on a farm and just came flying into the farmyard on the four-wheeler one day and was like visibly freaked out and he's like i just he's like i was riding around over here by it was kind of on the edge of a property and there was like a barbed wire fence it's like i was riding around over there and was riding up to this what i thought was a rock and it was the neighbor Mexican guy stood up wearing a fur coat. 
That's what he, a nine-year-old kid, that's what he described it as. Okay, and we also and have to preface that you can say nine-year-old Mexican guy because <laughs> <laughs> there were Hispanics that worked on the farm. Right. And a different what, time, different and, era. And that's what Mexicans are called. Like, you yeah. ask a Mexican what they're, they're like, yeah. no, I'm a Mexican. Yeah. Like, they're Mexicans. Yes. The fact that we even have to preface. I know, I know. Seriously. Dumb, but yeah. I know what you mean. Anyway, so that was interesting. Yeah. You know, middle of summer. And he saw a Mexican guy in a fur coat. And that's coming from a 10, 9, 10-year-old kid that was seriously freaked yeah, out. That is really interesting. I don't interesting. think he's going to you know, make something up. So yeah. I don't know what that was. Huh. The other the other thing. Where was that at? Out in Territon. Huh. And there's other stories around Territon, too, of multiple people seeing stuff. Like, uh, like one guy was, and even not just out there, but kind of all around. Like up towards, you know, like Birch Creek, there's old ghost towns and stuff up there. I've heard of stuff up there. Once there was a guy, another guy that was out there changing water and uh, just kind of felt weird. I think there was two of them and kind of like had this weird feeling and looked out and it was like probably middle to the end of summer. So the grain was pretty high, you know, grain's probably three feet tall or maybe four feet eh, three three and a half feet tall and looked out and you they could just see the shadow of a person walking and had their hand like brushing their hand along the top of the grain hmm. like just walking away from them whatever um and like could feel like they were freaked out the other another one was my cousin was driving around them and buttes would be right out by uh, yeah. your in-laws yeah. place and right on that road actually right where almost i think maybe a little bit east of there but on that same road and he saw something like run across the road and he was young too like he was probably a teenager i guess he was driving so he would have had to be saw something kind of in the headlights so he's like oh maybe there was a deer or something you know so he slowed down and looked out in the field and i think he even like stopped and rolled his window down maybe or something but and he could see a shadow of something out there and then it like stood up on its hind legs and was looking at him and he said he just like instantly was freaked out and just took off like he was out of there hmm. and he got back and he was pretty freaked out anyway so, there so you out go. in Territon, there you go. Territon, you're not too far away from the INL yeah that's true I, true I mean we know there's secret crap that goes on out there mm-hmm. they were building a nuclear airplane until they mm-hmm. figured out that there would be nuclear Fallout. debris if it crashed mm-hmm. I mean they, they work on secret crap all the time I had one time when I was in a tractor like dry and I hadn't even thought about this for years and years and years until I started watching the skinwalker stuff uh-huh. but I was out in a tractor and I could see something and I thought it was just a plane like you know you see planes all the you're sitting in a tractor you're looking up yeah. in the sky all the time <clears throat> and uh, could see something but it like didn't ever move it was just in one spot like I'd drive and it's like, what? And I was kind of freaked out. I didn't know what it was. And then yeah. I think I just eventually was like, oh, it just must be an airplane. But it was in the same spot for a long, long time, like minutes or even maybe longer. So I don't know. But that easily could have been like a experiment balloon or something from the yeah. INL, you know. Mm. So I didn't really think of anything of it. But Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway. But there is, there's a lot of interesting, I think, I don't know. It's inter- I just don't think that things are exactly the way that we think yeah. you know, yes. like reality is not the way that we well, perceive that it is it's funny that you mentioned the INL doing sketchy stuff because apparently one of the uh, black box uh, 
you know, things that the government was doing was splicing human DNA with animal DNA. Animal-human hybrids. So they're, like, splicing Alex out Alex Jones. They're trying to do that stuff. At the INL? No, not at the INL. Oh. Apparently there was a base that, you know, people were working on it, and they, you know, blew the whistle, like, hey, we were doing these experiments where we were splicing uh, human, I think it was, like, wolf. Like, they're, like, doing weird stuff with DNA, and uh, they're, like, we did it, and we, we did it enough that the embryo was like alive and it was starting to grow and then we killed it right yeah we didn't bring them to term and like there is no way if you actually successfully did that that you wouldn't see what this is all about like yeah that's remember hearing about dolly the sheep the first uh, clone yeah right out of here yeah up by dubois yeah at the sheep experiment station yeah it's called right out here it's called the sheep experiment station Uh, now if you want to clone your pet and you have enough money you can get the same pet so, like, if our dog Max is about to die, you can take Max's blood, give it to people, like, with a lot of money. Like, you have to bring a lot of money with that DNA, and they will clone Max. You have the same dog with the same temperament, the same mannerisms, like, everything. Hmm. It's so insane. So, they're, they're even growing mammoths. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. So, it, it was on okay, a Joe, That's one I support. It was on a Joe Rogan. <laughs> I think a Joe Rogan. Was it? But this company, they're working on bringing back mammoths right now. And I think, like, maybe saber tooth. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different things that they're... Where they, they have the DNA is good enough to... I actually, now that I'm thinking about that, that Skinwalker Ranch owner might be an investor in one of those somewhere. <laughs> now, there was somebody, I, I read that, that kind somewhere. of money where you're like, yeah, I'm going to invest yeah. in mammoths. Yeah. Like the animal? Yeah. So they had a goal by, like, it was soon, like within the next year or two to have... X amount of mammoths that they were letting go, like grown mammoths that they were going to let go in, I think it was in Siberia. They had a place that they were going to put them so that they could start studying them. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's all enclosed and everything. And it's like, yeah, we know how this goes. Yeah, I've watched Jurassic Park. Uh They'll be fine. Like (laughs) looking at all the government things, because guaranteed government probably has their hand in it, right? So, yeah, yeah, that never messes up, you know, like viruses getting out of lab. Yeah, Mm. that doesn't ever go bad. No, (laughs) no. Um, I'm I'm okay with woolly mammoths. That's cool. Like, I bet they move slow enough, and they'd probably be really good meat. Saber-toothed tigers? That's not okay. You release those in Idaho? Oh, my gosh. They're going to... I could imagine they would take over, like, tomorrow. Saber-toothed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... The so. bears aren't going to compete with it. The, and there's all that elk. The wolves aren't going to compete. So And guaranteed, like, bringing these things back, it's not like they're just going to be the way that they were. They're going to F up somehow Yeah. to where they're genetically <laughs> mutated. <laughs> well, and it's like a saber-tooth cat mammoth hybrid. It's saber-tooth tusk or teeth are the size of woolly mammoth tusks. Yeah, a saber. Uh, like, that's how it. Saber-tooth mammoth. Yeah. It'd be insane. That's the way that it works, guaranteed. I've seen the movie. Yeah, it always ends that way. Cowboys versus we're living, aliens. We're living in the movie. Yeah. Uh, have Be- you heard that conspiracy that the things that happen in movies actually happened? And then, yeah. Yeah. You're like, that's the best. Think well, about that's the best that, cover up. There. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? So actually, isn't that MK Ultra? Isn't that um, mm-hmm. that's uh, part of the stuff. yeah part of the psyop mind control stuff? Is if you put out Men in Black and you make fun of it, uh-huh. when when you find out that there's real Men in Black, you're like, 
I've seen it. He's just Will Smith. Yeah. It's, it's all probably good. the same thing with Stranger yeah. Things. They're like experimenting on yes. kids' brains and they're like, mm-hmm. we've never done that, but they definitely have. Yeah. E.T. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It sounds Drew so Barrymore stupid, is but... a psyop. <laughs> sounds so dumb, but it's like, it's actually not a bad idea. If you wanted to cover something up, it's a perfect way. Just do a movie that's really popular. Yeah. Crap, what's popular right now? Barbie. Shoot. Crap. What was it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, nuclear stuff and, and Oppenheimer. Was that Oppenheimer? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was wondering if that was, it was about. At the end, <clears throat> he says some stuff to Einstein. I don't say it because it's, it's a good movie. Like, there's some parts that are unnecessary. Just very skinny, skinny parts mm. that, that just don't need to be there. Um Skinny, like skinny, just skinny? skin. Oh, I'm gonna go see it for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pause it, right? Right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the cinematography is great. <laughs> I'm watching it for the film content, same as Titanic. It's when art. I was rewinding it, it's art. Uh, it's one art. hour and forty-two minutes. I paused it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up on IMBD where these bad parts are, so I can skip them. Okay. Um, yeah, he says some stuff to Einstein and. I actually agree with what he says, but I could see how it comes across that. Okay, this is not going to ruin anything. He essentially says to him, there's a point where, okay, like, spoiler, whatever. It's really not spoiling it. In their calculations, when nuclear was theoretical, when a, a bomb, a nuclear bomb was theoretical, they had some mathematics that showed that the chain reaction might not stop and that it will just continue on and and be the destruction of mankind well at the very end he's talking with einstein and he goes i believe that our calculations were correct that nuclear will be the destruction of mankind just not how they thought that it would be with mm-hmm. the mathematics mm-hmm. and like you kind of watch and you're like, okay, well, is this just a precursor? Is it like, we're going to show all this nuclear stuff now because we're about to have more nuclear. Yeah. You know, you had Agenda 2030 or um, what was it? Uh, event Event 201. Mm-hmm. Event 201 was them playing out coronavirus mm-hmm. a year before it played out. Mm. They laid it out. Yep. Agenda 2030 tells you exactly what they're going to do. They're using viruses to usher in a one world government well no that can't be true go read it mm. it's on the world economic forums website it's it's all over the place mm-hmm. they 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 don't hide it and then we're like oh no klaus schwab's fine no he's not. <laughs> he's the emperor mm-hmm. from star wars <laughs> i wonder how he got like how do you get that role i don't you well have a he really was, weird voice and wear costumes around <laughs> you will own nothing and you will like it I don't know Crazy. Um, he did some weird stuff in World War II in Nazi camps hmm. like was assisting really assisting killing Jews old? yeah hmm. uh, the- okay, we better look this up crap can I backstep 30 seconds I was about to say that would make him like no, I'm thing. almost positive. What's Because uh, I heard an interview with him where he talked about how how 
he doesn't feel bad about anything that he did because if it wasn't him, it would have been somebody else. This is what I heard a George Soros interview where he yeah, maybe about that's Matt George. Soros. You're right. That's George, George Soros and not Klaus Schwab. But it yeah. wasn't necessarily killing anybody. I think it was. He was like a 15 year old kid. Where did I hear this? I think this was. Was it Joe Rogan? I can't remember. But it was a recent podcast. They talk about this. Yeah. And it's. I think it's that Patrick Bet David podcast. It might have been. Did you listen to that? Yeah. I think that's what it was. But he talked about George Soros. He was a young. He was Jewish, in Germany. I think. Yeah. Maybe not Germany, but like with the Nazi. Um, you know when that was going on, and he. I guess they like. Somehow he was in with the Nazis, and he would go with them to take property hmm. from the other Jews. And they asked, like, well, did you have a problem with that? And he's like, no, because it was either I was taking it from them, or, I don't know, he was kind of removed from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which is kind of the, like, that... You might have to. That Patrick Ben David is like, look, and yeah. Joe's kind of like, well, wait a minute, he's kind of a step away from it, right? Yeah. Like, and he was 15 years old. So it's hard to know exactly what... Yeah what that was but in the interview it makes it sound like well no i didn't really care yeah and he totally did and he's hurt governments and stuff by manipulating currencies and stuff since so he's kind of he's very very plugged into elections yeah oh and and they talk about his god complex how he Mm -hmm. actually said something along the lines of it's hard to be me because i'm a god Yeah. yeah and you're like what I mean, if you're a billionaire for that long, you would think that you're a god because literally everyone worships you your whole life. Well, not only that he's a billionaire, but he legitimately has made his fortune by manipulating currencies. Hmm. So he's gone in. There are some countries, some small countries, that he has literally destroyed their economy. It's like people starved and died because he manipulated their currency in a way to benefit himself, basically. But if he didn't do I'm it, trying someone else would have. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's all good. I'm trying to remember what countries those were. I can't remember. But anyway, that's how he's always made his money, by Sheesh. manipulating that stuff. Crazy. Yeah. And knowing exactly how to do it and what he's doing. Hmm. Which is the same but as anyway. that we've done. I mean, I say we, but I haven't. Uh, the CIA and, and uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. That yeah, you, exactly. You, you told me to read that book, and... Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, we have gone and toppled governments, manipulated infrastructure so that we end up owning it in the end. Mm-hmm. And indebting nations to our own institutions. There again, I say our, yeah. meaning American or yeah. whatever, not us, but um, yeah, so that they can be controlled. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good book. If you haven't ever read it, Confessions, yeah, read of, an, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. The guy, so he, like, would go in and manipulate these governments and stuff. And he thought he was working for a corporation. Well, once he, like, kind of got in higher positions, he could see the corporation was actually the Department of Treasury. Hmm. I think, was that it? The Department, it was one of the government departments. And basically, it was just, the corporation's name was just, so it wasn't the government's name on all that stuff. Hmm. Anyway, it's it's a good book. Yeah, but think of, that was in like the seventies. So think about what can happen now. Yeah, you know, like with like technology, controlling technology, yeah. and all sorts of stuff. It's there wild. Probably such great hackers out there now too that some president and 
Venezuela or whatever is like scrolling through social media and it pops up and it's like, oh, hey, President so-and-so. Just want to let you know. <laughs> yeah. We're watching. You know? Yeah. So this was something else on the Skinwalker thing. So their, uh, their phones would freak out. Uh-huh. So he would like, some of the guys, like their phone would just be going crazy and crazy, and like wigging out and going into apps and like trying to call people and stuff. And so they would go in and like reset their passwords and stuff. And it would hack their passwords within like just a couple seconds and then go back in and start going to apps and stuff. And they're like, there's no what like the one of the main scientist guys was like, we don't know of technology that can in, that can hack the encryption on an iPhone. Like and ET so phone this, home, not my yeah, phone. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, for this to be able to go in and and hack the password and go into all this stuff is, he's like, they're they're kind of saying like there has to be an intelligence behind it doing huh. it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It, that stuff is weird because uh, have you heard of uh, like shadow? I think they call them shadow people. We want to hear this. There you go. So anyways, uh, <laughs> shadow people, I guess, is like a legend. Uh, and that's where they got um, the shadow people. They usually have a top hat. And that's where Freddy Krueger got his like look and oh, stuff from. Interesting. These shadow people. Um, but they're saying like maybe these shadow people that show up in people's dreams and freak him out and like paralyze him and do all that stuff, maybe these are aliens that are in another dimension that are like, hmm. they kind of have it figured out so they can kind of cross over. Maybe that's what people think ghosts are. And so I was like, maybe it's just super advanced technology in another dimension. That'd so crazy. talking about movies coming out and then that becoming the new thing, this whole multiverse thing, uh-huh. You know, they're talking in Marvel, the multiverse. Well, this Nobel Prize that debunked relativity is essentially the multiverse. Hmm. They're like, reality doesn't exist until you want it to exist. And then that's your reality, but it's not the other person's reality. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Like, if if there is the the multiple universe theory of that actually exists that right now I could have chose to say red, but there's also the choice of saying blue or the choice of saying white, or now there's infinite possibilities that are continuously breaking off of our universe. Well, then you have deja vu and you're like, well, that was my other life or I'm on track. I don't know what deja vu is. <laughs> the movie is really good though. The mm. movie deja vu, watch it. Mm. It's really good. With uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, tonight. Don't binge anything else. Binge Deja Vu. Yeah, that one's I'll have to good. see if I'm done with the Skinwalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I almost feel like we need to go for another 11 minutes 11 to just minutes. hit three hours. But it is interesting to think about different realities. Because who's yeah. to say that you aren't experiencing a different reality than I am? Because you yes. could be perceiving things differently yeah. anyway. Like, it, you could be perceiving things that I don't even know. Which, okay, so say that you learn about something that I know nothing like you know way more about health and fitness than I do by a long shot so you are <laughs> but you are experiencing a different reality because of your knowledge yeah. than I am you yeah. know like we're all so who's to say that anything's being per se I don't know if anybody's perceiving anything the same way I am yeah. I mean I think there are some like we all know this is red, white, and blue. Well, except and for, on, I was just going to say this, on a more basic level than what you were just saying, that's red to me. Mm-hmm. If you've always seen that as green, but it's red to you, 
you could possibly be seeing green as I am seeing That's true. red. So That's true. you see green, quote green. I see quote red. You see quote white. That's true. I don't know. And we've all just labeled that as yep. that thing. Yeah. Yep. But then that's hard because then you get to the gender thing, you know, and it's like, well, you can't tell me what my what my reality is anyway. I'm actually a boy or a girl or a cat. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to there are cats. There has to be some universal. <laughs> yeah. Principles, but it's hard to know exactly if everybody's universal reality is universal. Yeah. Well, I think talking statistics, there's obviously something going on when Jen. Is it Gen Z are the new ones? Like the yeah. the teenagers now? Mm-hmm. It's something insane like 23% are... Hey, this has a good noise-canceling system. <laughs> um, like 23% identifies as LGBTQ+. 23%. Yeah. So you take your kid to school and 2.3 out of 10 kids are going to identify like that. And it's like... You know, then their argument would be, and I'm not trying to say they, them, and all that, unless they want to be called they, them, in which case I guess we can. Um, they're like, well, it's because now they, they can say what they truly feel, whereas in the past they couldn't. And it's like, or, and like, I don't want to take anything away from people. I know they all have, like, I have issues, other people have issues, so it might just be, you know, I don't want to take anything away from people, but it might be trendy. Yeah. It might be the cool thing to do right now. I don't know. I, I hope not. Like I hope they're okay. I hope we can help. I hope we can help people. But feel you've kind of seen that increase, like a trend yeah. over time through yeah. the generations too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard something interesting from Jordan Peterson. He was talking about how, or maybe it was someone else, but they're talking about all these uh, people that are transitioning. A lot of them are now females transitioning to males, and then they go on testosterone and they feel amazing. And so they're saying. You know, if you're a girl, you're saying, I want to tr- transition to a boy, and then you start taking testosterone, and you, you feel amazing, and you go on social media, you're like, I just transitioned, I have testosterone, and I feel amazing. All the other girls go and see that. Could be part yeah. of the problem is, yeah, testosterone in the short term makes people feel amazing, but... Yeah. Well, and sadly, what female, what biological females transitioning to males compete in male sports? None, because they, they can't. But a biological male who transitions to a female dominates the sport. And this is, I'm not trying to be mean. Mm. It's just the, the truth, I think. Maybe it's my truth. Yeah. I'm living my <laughs> truth, okay? Uh, it just seems kind of blatantly obvious to me that that little girl that's competing in weightlifting that now has to compete against a biological male that's transitioned to a girl is going to lose. Yeah. And to me, feminism is now dead. There's no such thing as feminism because a, a guy, and so this is me talking about, about guys, <laughs> a guy can swoop in and become a girl, man, of the, woman of the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Done. Yep. Well, that's guy. pretty messed up for women. <laughs> yeah. That now men are better at being women than women. Yeah, it sucks. And, and, uh, and they're going to the tell women that. how to live. Like, well, I've been a woman. I know how to, I, I know. So you listen to me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw a competition where the, the coach was training, I think he was weightlifting coach. He was training girls for, you know, 10 years. And then these biological males came in and started dominating. He's like, all right, I'll go compete. And so he started competing and he beat all the transgender women. I got to. Man, so, I know it's hard. But anyways, uh, I'm like, that's great. I think all guys should now 
compete in women's sports. It should just be one category, and we'll just yep. We'll do that until people realize uh, it kind of sucks for girls. I kind of want my daughter to have a chance at competing. You know, Dwayne Johnson for Miss Olympia. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Well, and think about when women's sports started. Like, think about there probably wasn't such thing as women's sports until like what, 60 years ago or yeah, 70 when, years ago. Yeah, whenever like women, female baseball happened. Women weren't even I really, I, I don't know if it was allowed or whatever, or maybe socially it wasn't ex- accepted that women played sports. So then they fought and fought and fought and fought and fought to get women's sports. And now we're just going right, you yeah. know, now we're just going right back. Like it's, yeah. but isn't there some, like the, the world swimming association, yeah. some of them are finally starting to say, okay, like, yeah, there are a we're, few. we're drawing the line here. I think, I think USAW, uh, USA weightlifting just came out and they said, we're going to follow the international weightlifting federation which is that you need to compete within your biological, what you were born, biologically born, mm-hmm. how you were biologically born, and a uh, huge uproar. In fact, like, so much of an uproar I didn't think was possible. Like, there was a lady that got on and said, thank you, I'm so excited that my daughter can now have a fair tournament, a fair match. People that got on and attacked her as a mother like you bigoted piece of crap you're just setting your daughter up for failure thinking that she's no better than you know these other women who have worked so hard they've been transitioned for five years blah 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 and it's like you believe that strongly that you're willing to go attack somebody over it well then why can i not believe that strongly and attack you over it do you think that those are actual people or do you think okay they could be bots or do you think they're bots that it makes it because look at yeah. the the response you got. Holy crap! There's all these people that believe yeah. that, and in your brain, that's a different response yeah. than you know. It's like, well, am I am I crazy? Am I missing something here? Yeah. So is the World Economic Forum or whoever's pushing the agenda, trying to push it out there like there's more of a response in these things? Like I've wondered that as yeah. I look at comments on stuff. I'm like, okay, is this actually? And some of them are. Yeah. But some of them have like three followers and you're like, okay, yeah. like. For sure. That's a bot, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, or it's, it's some loser that had to go make a fake account. But you <laughs> can totally wanna... see how they could yeah. do that. Like, okay, totally. let's sway public opinion by making a huge uproar or a lot of comments on this one thing, you know, yeah. or whatever. One with AI, that's not difficult. You know, mm-hmm. it, I actually think there is now AI that's beating those CAPTCHA, you know, those CAPTCHA oh, really? things. Because it's pretty easy when yeah. you're like, hey, a sidewalk has white lines. Click on anything that has white lines. And then it's just like, you yeah. did it faster than a, a, a robot could have done it. And you're like, well, it's because I'm a really good robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's pretty crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and there was... I've heard, I think this was on Joe Rogan. There was an amount, uh, a study done where the majority of, it was something to do with churches, the majority of accounts having to do with like churches, I don't know, something, they were fake. The majority of the accounts were fake. I can't, it's been a while since I've heard that, but weird. it was, you know, it's like, why would you care to make? fake church accounts unless you make a fake church account 
front as, say, a Christian church and then post a whole bunch of stuff that's not Christian church stuff and make people start to go, well, oh, I guess that's what I'm supposed to believe now. Definitely. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Yeah. It would be so easy to do. Yeah. I don't know. I actually think that we're super easy to manipulate. And I'm not going to say that I'm past manipulation. I might be manipulated like to be the conspiracy theorist type of person, you know, mm-hmm. but I was manipulated to get there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm part of MK Ultra. I have no, <laughs> I like, I don't know. I, yeah. I hope not. We all could be. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Don't you think? But I didn't We're get the jab. part of some psyop. Yeah. Like they wouldn't even have to hire people now. They can get algorithms and it's stuff true. on social media to learn what people think and everything, you know? Yeah. Have you heard the theory that in the future there is a, I think they call it the red dragon or something. It's a super advanced AI that rules everything in the future. And uh, it can go back and look at what you're doing now. And uh, if you don't help it, then in the future, it's going to like kill you or put you lower in the ranks. And so now that you've heard about it, now it can go back in the past and say like, oh, you guys didn't help red dragon come to be so you just introduced that to us yeah John. there you go how dare you now everyone listening has to go help ai become its full potential otherwise it's gonna this is what i don't understand <laughs> about time travel if it exists then nothing that we know right now would matter because at some future event it would go back in time and it would be the butterfly effect and we wouldn't have any of this. Mm-hmm. They could go back and kill Hitler before he came to power. They could go back and they could save John F. Kennedy from getting assassinated by his own people. Or kill Columbus and, our, and, this, yeah. and America was never discovered. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Time travel. So, sorry. Not time oh, travel. No. Just in the future, right now. Or, sorry. In the future, let's say in 100 years, there's a super advanced AI that runs the entire world. And it's in total control, and it can go back uh, through the data and say, oh, these guys weren't in support of me, so oh. now, 100 years in the future, I'm going to punish those guys because they didn't help me get to yeah. that but point. But if we're all in a simulation, <laughs> then it's all data-driven, and time travel's super easy. Yeah, it should be. That's, that's the crazy thing is simulation theory. Once you get really deep into that, I'm, I'm like... 90% sure we're in the simulation. I don't even think that goes away. I don't think that can... Well, it could. we are in a simulation. Yeah. Even from a, like, church spiritual ideal. Like, like go listen to Neil A. Maxwell. Uh-huh. Like, he totally says that. He's like, our reality is not real. What's real is our spiritual... That's what's real. This is a he simulation. He should have gotten the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Well, but, but here's my question too, kind of along those lines that I've thought about as well. So say, so I believe that like we're here as a test, you know, like God sent us here as a test to see, you know, kind of the a Christian narrative, right? Yeah. We're here as a test to see if we'll be righteous and return to live with Him, basically, if we are. So if we're if we are being manipulated. How can we be properly judged if we're if we're being manipulated? Like, how do you you know say somebody 
that's living a hundred years ago. Well, there's probably always manipulation, and you yeah. have to make chases, choices based on that manipulation. But what if you do you think you're doing the right thing, but you're being manipulated, and it's really the wrong thing? Oh, I agree. Like, like, like judgment sounds very hard. Like, yeah, I'm glad that I don't. Like Jordan Peterson talks about what's the book called? Mind Kampf. No, it's a book about it's a book about uh, about uh, some guys that were like just they weren't Nazis to begin with. They were in one of the other countries, and when Nazi, you know, when they invaded, then they became part of the military, obviously, and they were like police officers, and they were just regular guys. Yeah. Well, then over time. They did some like they did something bad, and then something else bad, and then something else bad. Well, pretty soon they were guys that were taking pregnant ladies out in the field and shooting them. Yeah, and <clears throat> doing it without even. Yep. Well, I shouldn't say that. At first, it would totally like they were devastated that they would do these things, you know. Yeah. And it really bothered them. Well, after a time, then it wasn't a big deal to them. Yeah. Well, if you can get that desensitized, I mean, and it's not that they were the only ones. That's just one illustration. There was lots of people yeah. doing horrible things that were manipulated in a way that thought they were doing the right thing. So how do you judge that if it is like an outside external source and you yeah. legitimately can't see, like... Yeah. You know, say that you're manipulated to be a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Say that it's completely wrong and off base and everything else. Or people are being manipulated for LGBTQ, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Say that's completely <clears throat> off base. But they were manipulated that way without them even really knowing. They didn't make a choice necessarily to do that. They were just manipulated that way. Yeah. So how do you judge that? Well, I mean, not to go super churchy and stuff, but if the atonement is believed, that's how. Because all sin, all emotion, all feeling was felt perfectly. So if he is the judge, then that's how. Now, that being said, like I, like I said, I'm really glad that's not my job. Because what if Hitler thought that everything right. he do, did was part of the plan mm -hmm. and it needed to happen mm -hmm. complete evil this is not taking anything away and i think that we need to not just talk about hitler's evil we need to talk about japan's evil and we need to talk about the united states evil mm -hmm. and we like we need to talk about evil but if we think we're doing the right thing i don't know so do you get to judgment and uh that belief is taken away and you can see what true belief is and if you feel remorse for it then it's like okay well you didn't know any better you feel remorse for it you're good to go or if you have it taken away and you're like nah i believe the old stuff it's like okay well you're too far gone see you later i don't know the veil's lifted and you're like oh crap <laughs> put it back for yeah. that was horrible yeah but you didn't even yeah know. now a good thought experiment would say go in the other direction think about all the good that we do and then that veil is lifted and everything good that we've done is now evil that sucks. 
<laughs> I was thinking happy. Like, yeah, I thought you were going happy, but no, you're yeah, going dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I was just trying to put myself in, in the other view. Like, yeah. you know, saying, yeah. like, you know, Hitler thought that everything he was doing was was good, I think. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of him. But then it's all lifted, and it's like, dude, everything you did was horrible. You know, so, like, mm-hmm. I think that everything that I do is good. Like, I try to perpetuate yeah. love and humanity. And yeah, exactly. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I just found out that by me. That was bad hoping that we all were just humans that i'm evil i don't know i don't know it's kind of kind of crazy yeah it's hard yeah but like with the subtle manipulation yeah if, if we don't even know better yeah. how can you know i but don't know we don't know what real freedom is you know they're like oh we live in a free country do you yeah do you live in a free country can you go drive a vehicle without having all permissions to drive that vehicle can you get a? Can you register that vehicle? Can you live in a house without yep. paying taxes? Yep. And that had to be planned out perfectly, and the taxes and the fees, and then the inspections, and you can't charge your electric car at these times. And no, I'm sorry, we're not. Now you we can't were charge your electric car. No, we're time. fine right where we're at right <laughs> now. But California is. Oh really? California has certain peak times, yeah, right? They have certain times that you can't charge your car. And, and if you have solar, electric by twenty third, yeah, something stupid like that. Here's what's crazy: if you've put solar on your house, uh, those peaks, peak times, you still can't use your solar. It needs to go back into the grid. What? Yeah. Well, have you seen the? There's it's some guy. It's my power. Exactly. There's some guy in Congress that's like, "Hey, do you know how much electricity the U.S. uses like every year?" And he's talking. The guy that he's talking to is over the power, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I have no idea." He's like, "You don't know." It's like, well, it's, you know, four kilotons or whatever it is. And uh, if you bring electric cars, it's going to go up to eight or whatever. Yeah. And the guy's like, uh, okay. And he's like, so how are you going to get that extra four? He's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they don't have a clue. They have no idea. They don't know how much power we're currently using. They don't know how much it would take to make everyone use electric cars. And yet they're like, this has to happen in the next 10 years. But you're like, there's no infrastructure make that happen that's crazy that it's sad how many times that happens in government because i saw one with the faa and he's starting to ask him questions about airplanes and the guy who's in charge like he's the the man of the faa goes i don't know sir i'm not a pilot (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) thank you let's trust that guy well and it's like the uh, atf guy yeah he didn't know i have no idea there's a bunch of yeah yep Crazy. We were this close to having all guns banned at the National Firearms Act. Hmm. It was close. It was like 1930, 38 maybe. The national, I think the National Firearms oh. Act was 1938. Yeah. It went before Congress to ban firearms. And somebody was like, this isn't right. Like, we can't do this. And then it was like a midnight hearing where they just decided like, okay, if it's sawed-off shotguns, sawed-off rifle or, you know, short barrel this, short barrel that, silencers, full auto, you know, goes down the list, and that got passed. Now that's before social media. That's before all this stuff. So it's like, that was pretty easy to pass. Good luck passing that now. Yeah. Like, that's why the Clintons had some weird stuff, you know, with the 10-round magazine and all of that. Yeah. But minus the Clintons and Trump with bump stocks, they haven't touched guns. Mm Mm-hmm because they're smart and when they try it actually backfires yeah. and the courts say sorry you yeah. have to redact all this stuff because that's encroaching firearm gun control is why i won't vote for kennedy yeah 
Like, I was pretty on board with most of his stuff until he said... He would sign it. He would yeah. sign a gun control bill if it came before him. I'm yeah. like, no, you were out. We're out. No yep. more. Yep. Yeah, um, it's crazy that these politicians don't see the pattern that every time gun control passes, it's like genocide follows. Why, mm-hmm. why can't they learn that lesson? It seems crazy. Well, because they think that they're not evil. <laughs> so their decisions are going to help humanity. Yeah. It won't happen this time. We haven't tried real communism, okay? <laughs> we, we've tried sub-communisms. Just socialism go with some sub. we got to go all in. Yeah. Go read, uh, I think it's John Lott Jr. So he was like a, uh, I think he was in statistics or something, like looking at stuff completely different than gun control. But as he was doing some of these studies, um, like some of the stuff he was looking at had to do with crime and he got digging into it and he realized that the less guns there are the more crime there is in like cities and stuff which is pretty obvious now right but he so now that's his total career is uh writing books and educating and stuff on that it's called more guns uh more guns less crime i think that's the name of it you sent me a podcast last winter he's awesome like he goes through like wasn't he an attorney or something along those lines and then and then he got a case or something and ended up that's where he ended up that might have been it i was thinking that he did more like statistical analysis on stuff okay but for maybe, companies but and then lo- yeah, yeah that's probably, that's probably i think it. but i can't remember exactly i guess it's been a while since i've looked at some of his stuff but i've read a few of his books and listened to a bunch of his stuff but he lays it out very like people will try to to uh argue with him on it you know and he knows exactly like that's cool nope like you know in chicago this is when the gun laws were enacted and here's a graph of crime going up and you know like he Hmm. anyway he's a good resource there's a book called gun control in the third reich Mm -hmm. it's insane it's like you're going through this you're like how did they not see this coming you know oh well we have to register firearms but firearms only need to be registered if you are a Jew, <laughs> you know? Okay, well now they wouldn't go from Jews and then they go to other people and now it's a complete registration. But we're, we only wanna know that you have them, guys. We don't care about anything else until Hitler rises to power and goes and takes those lists and starts to go down. Oh, you have a firearm? He's a Jew. Jew with a firearm, go get him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Himmler loved that crap. Himmler would just take him out. There was some crazy stuff that happened. Um, Okay, yeah, we probably should be done. <laughs> I was listening to this, uh, this, this biography of a guy named Eric Erickson. And if it weren't for Eric Erickson, who knows? We might not have won the war. He was an oil mogul that had started to follow the Nazi party, talked very good about the Third Reich, lost his company here in the United States, moves to Switzerland, builds an oil company there, ends up getting a pass from Himmler to go anywhere he wants in Nazi Germany so that he could figure out how to help them with synthetic oil. At this point of the war, they were pulling Panzer tanks or the Panther tanks to the front lines with oxen because they didn't have enough oil and refined, refined oil, gasoline, diesel, whatever, to, to run their stuff. So Eric goes in and he goes to this one secret refinery and a couple weeks later it gets bombed 
and he goes to another one, and a couple weeks later, it gets bombed. And the war ends. You know, then it moves from Germany to Japan, and, you know, things happen. And it was, I want to say, like 10 years after a bunch of friends and family and business colleagues and everything get called to this big conference, this big, like, banquet. They don't know why they're there, but they were invited by the government to come and, and be there. And the stage is revealed, and Eric and his business partner were sitting on the table. And they're like, we're here for Eric and his business partner, and this is still top secret, but we want you all to know Eric's been on your side the whole time. Hmm. It was so cool. I don't even know how I got there because I was hmm. talking about something conspiracy theory. <laughs> Such a good story. Where did you read that one? So that one's on Audible. Um, it's Up called, on. yeah, it's called. Eric the, Erickson. Uh, yeah, no, it's something about like the secret spy and they're trying to find the, the most influential spies. But if you type in Eric Erickson biography, it'll probably pop up. Where I first learned about him was in a book called The Final Summit by Andy Andrews. And those are amazing. Everybody should listen to or read The Traveler's Gift and then The Traveler's Summit. Hmm. They're historical fiction that like blow your mind. And they're bringing in principles that he learns from each person. So quickly, there's a guy named David Ponder. He's kind of mid-level management at a big company. Company ends up getting a hostile takeover by another company and they lay him off and he can't go out and find work. So he ends up working at like a hardware store part-time and he ends up getting fired from there and his daughter's sick and all this stuff, bills are uh, piling up and he goes, well, I'm just gonna, just gonna kill myself. And uh, there's life insurance. So that's how my family will be taken care of. So he's driving his car super fast and then at the last minute he's like, that was stupid. Let's not do that. Hits on his brakes. He's on an icy road, flips his car, hits a tree and then wakes up in 1946 in Potsdam, Germany. And he's talking with Harry Truman and Harry Truman teaches him a lesson and then he reads this paper and he's on to the next person like Christopher Columbus or Anne Frank Mm -hmm. or uh, Joshua Chamberlain. He's pretty much why we won the Civil War, like why the North won the Civil War. And um, Eric Erickson comes in the later book, but it's really good. What book's that? The Traveler's Gift. Mm. So Audible and it's like a five hour listen. It's Mm. totally worth it. This Eric Erickson is at... uh, the secret agent in search yeah. of America's yeah. greatest World War II spy. Yep. Cool. It's good. Check that out. It's really cool. Hmm. Sweet. Good recommendations. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Now, so, I've, now I've got to finish Skinwalker, watch <laughs> Deja Vu, yes. and then read these eight books that you've mentioned today. Yeah, there you go. Deja Vu is good, but I would say you should listen to The Traveler's Gift first. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys. This was a good time. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks. I think this is a record breaker. You could probably split this up into like three episodes. I don't want to do then that. Then it gets you. Then it, well, then you <laughs> can spread true. content over like That's three true. weeks or. We whatever. did kind of change topic every hour, so do a part one, part two, and part aliens, three. government, and no, no, no. It went Skinwalker, other content, Skinwalker, <laughs> other content, Skinwalker. It was great. It's crazy. I've been, yeah. I've been enthralled. Well, I want to watch Addicted. it. Now. Do it. It's cool. Listen, go listen to the. Uh, interview of the guy first the guy's name is brandon 
Fugle. Okay. Big time Salt Lake uh, developer. Well, actually, he's got, um, he talks about a little bit in there, but he's done development all over the place, but a lot in Salt Lake. He's doing some like on the North Shore of uh, Oahu. I was going to say and Maui. Yeah, not Maui. He's going in and buying their <laughs> yeah. property. Uh, have you heard that? That yeah. like all the realtors are calling people whose houses burnt down and trying to buy their ground out from under them. It's They've so messed up. They've been trying to acquire that land for years from the natives, and they know what it's worth, mm-hmm. so they, they have not wanted to do it. Now the governor's straight up saying it. Like, yeah, we, we're planning on going in and taking some of this property. Yeah. Uh, the other weird one is the investigator. The police investigator of Maui mm-hmm. is the same investigator of the Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. What are the statistical probabilities of that one? Ah, zero. Hmm. But it's okay. It happens, guys. <laughs> like, it was the first time. You win right. some and you lose yeah. some. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's good. It was good to catch up. A lot's happened since we yeah. had a podcast yeah. before, so that was good. Yeah. I don't know how my future guests are going to feel. Because, <laughs> <laughs> one, she's awesome. Um, and this is going to happen tomorrow night. Um but as we're talking about LGBTQ stuff, like I walked into the, the practice the other day and there's this sign up that's like, yes, Black Lives Matter. Yes. You know, like all the all the agenda points. Mm. And I was like, you know, it's crazy. I agree with every single one of those agenda points. I don't agree that it's posted on that paper right there. Yeah. But yep. so anyways, slammed in your if face. she hears this, she's gonna be like, I'm out. <laughs> I have a CrossFit athlete coming on tomorrow. It'll be her second time on the podcast. I don't know what her political views are. She might see this and be like, I'm out. Maybe wait until uh, next Monday to post it or something. Yeah. But really, people are awesome. People are great. Well, and you think about everything we've talked about. Like, what's out of line? Like... Well, I don't think the anything's out of line. Well, but like, be, like people Skinwalker. Okay, well, as far as we know, yeah. everything in the Skinwalker's true. Yeah. The UFO... The... the you know, government coming out about UFOs and crap. That's all true. Yeah. Trump's getting indicted's bull crap. That's all yeah. true. Like, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. But I yep. guess there is a lot of people that see it the other way. Well, it is And weird. that's okay. Yeah, and it's confirmation bias. I'm sure I confirmation bias a lot of things. Yeah. I don't want to be like that, but I probably do. It's just, I think, human nature. But I just don't want to get to the judgment and him be like, bro. Everything you did was the reverse of what should have been done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay. Let's do it again. Oh, right on. Okay. Okay. Spice right. your wings next time. Yeah. Sorry. That was no, a little no, anti You're totally fine. Yeah. It's actually awesome because I didn't have any food today and that was delicious. That so. was good. Yeah, the Those ones were spicy though. Yeah. They like were. they got me. Just not as much as I was hoping they'd get. Yeah. Us. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you guys.